<laughs> this episode of Flagrant Tooth uh, has been brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. If you've been injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or on a job, you need a law firm that's big enough to challenge the largest insurance companies and corporations. Morgan & Morgan has nearly 500 attorneys throughout the country. Some of them... Flagrant too. Yes, Fans, you saw that. An asshole tweeted us. Let's go. Gang. Gang, gang. Um, and they've recovered billions of dollars for clients like you. Get America's largest personal injury law firm for the fight that you need with no upfront costs. That's right. It's free unless they win. So they're incentivized. Go to uh, so visit forthepeople.com. That's f o r the people.com. Check out Morgan and Morgan. See if they can do something for you. Now this episode is also brought to you by Adam and Eve. Adamandeve.com. Yeah. Yeah. Free stuff is awesome, guys. We know that. But free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Maybe they got like some little hemi tickler. <laughs> 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 select almost any one item for 50% off and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff a sexy item for you a special gift for Bay, and a third item that you'll both enjoy and six free spicy movies plus free shipping all you gotta do, do is use the offer code flagrant okay F-L-A-G-R-A-N-T is the offer code flagrant flagrant at the checkout point that's adamandeve.com Guys, go get some condoms. If you don't need any sex toys, just go get some condoms. If you want to support the show, you're going to have to buy them anywhere. Now, let's get into it. Let's get into it, guys. What's up, everybody? And welcome to Flagrant 2. No easy buckets analysis by assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. We are here, and the time is... 1006. How's it feel, motherfucker? Not good. It's six hey. minutes late. We have a nice little soundtrack for him. JoJo hey, is bumping on the there on the go. on the cell phone. I think we should play it again so he can hear it come through. I heard it. I heard it. I got him in the penalty box. Yeah, I put myself in the penalty box. (laughs) Oh, you dropped the seat? Yeah, six minutes late, six minutes in the box. Let me get Pass me some tissues right there. How did you get enjoying this so much? Fucking A. That got took some of your happiness. You enjoying this too much. I know. So Akash, Akash was late. I just want to clarify that to everybody. Akash is late. Akash is late. There's, you know what? Is that true? This is true. You got here before them? No, after. I'm talking about between you guys. Oh, okay. But I was here. Yeah, he was here before. That's fair. Mm. That's fair. (laughs) Damn, Akash. It feels good. It feels good to to be in this chair before you motherfuckers. Well, guys, we're here. Uh, How are you guys doing? I'm chilling, dog. Feels good. Feels good. I feel refreshed. You feeling fresh? You feeling fine? Yeah, baby. We don't don't have to harp on your lateness uh, much more, Akash. I'll sit in the box. No, you can sit in the box. You're going to take your penalty. Yeah. Um... (laughs) See how I'm not judgy? Just like, hey, man, you incredibly judgy. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you incredibly smart. All I'm saying is things happen, bro. I get it, yo. Sometimes, you know, especially if there's no work. And you wouldn't be so judgy if this feeling wasn't clear. so new for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I was shocked when I walked in here and you were sitting down. It's not like a Memorial Day. Yeah, nobody's yeah. working downtown. The streets yeah. are clear. Nobody's outside. It's okay. I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. false. It's <laughs> a street fair. <laughs> he did notify us of a street fair. Yeah, though. no. Alex I, notified and I immediately said, fuck. Because I was on my way out. Nah, things happen though. Kaz <laughs> <laughs> was so excited when I walked in the room, bro. He looked like a puppy. <laughs> I walk in the room, he's just looking back. Like, so this this say is the it. first time I'm I'm on time and you're actually acknowledging it. 
Like I'm before. Oh, guys, shut so. the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> shut the ass of all. Not, fuck up! First of all, you want to fucking hold acknowledge on for being on the box? Hold on a second. One second. One second. We're not gonna make this about your tardiness, okay? Or on timeness. What's what is it? Punctuality. Punctuality. Exactly. This is about this is about Akash's lateness. Yeah. Because you're still very late as well. (laughs) Matter of fact, I think the lesson we learned here is I'm the only one that cares. Oh, my God. I'm the only one that's on time. I think I'm still in the lead. I don't know. I think it's even now. There's nothing that Akash had how many? One or two? Well, he had the one that he boycotted his way out of. No, 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 no. Don't turn on me now. Don't turn on me now. <laughs> so I don't think, nah, nah, that don't count. What do we have? Y'all both one, and what he was like, at? no. All right, so officially, Andrew's on three. Okay. 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 Kaz What's, is on Don't two. even count it. Go no, on. No, no, please, please, let me know my number. <laughs> but uh, Akash, myself, and Alex are at two. And mm-hmm. Kaz, you are at two, Fuck. four, six, eight, nine. <laughs> oh, still at nine. You haven't oh, been late since we shamed you. Not double digits. Got him. It works. As long as I stay off double digits, I'm good. Guys, so big news. I'm going to have to get asshole surgery. Oh. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) For the hemorrhoids? Son, I have a fucking blueberry hanging out of my asshole. (laughs) I look like a cotton-tailed bunny rabbit walking around. Dude, you don't even realize how awful this weekend has been. We were in in Columbus, Ohio. I almost went to the hospital. Oh, my God. You didn't even get to enjoy the chicken tenders. No, I didn't enjoy the fuck out of them. That's why I was in the hospital. That's probably why you got the assholes. Son, it was... Enjoyed him too much, dude. And it is awful, even right now. Okay, so there's a girl I'm talking to, right? Her father happens to be a doctor. This That's is how huge. awful this is, buddy. Welcome to the fucking life of an Indian doctor. You don't even Got need him. no insurance no more. Got him. That's huge. Oh, it's life changing. Uh, now it is life changing, right? Unless you have a uh, hemorrhoid <laughs> hanging out of your asshole. But she knows, so whatever. First of all, no, she doesn't. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to break this information to her oh my that God. I have a hemorrhoid, right? And then I've never spoken to her father at all. We've had zero communication whatsoever, none at all. The first that her oh. father finds out about me, oh my right, God. is when she asks him for prescription. Hemorrhoid medication, <laughs> right? Well, no, no, no. It's, it's, it, it, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, I was about that. To say, like, that yeah, there's yeah. no way you're sitting. That's why I've been on the right pillows now. for for so. Okay, oh, so prescription gosh. hemorrhoid medication. How do, how do how do hemorrhoids even happen? Okay, we're gonna get into all that because I've done I, a lot of research. I, I want to know. I, first never... of all, do you know how? Awful this weekend in Columbus has been. Every time we would go and sit at a restaurant, I would have to ask the restaurant if they had a pillow. I know you have to ask for permission of your black friend. No. I mean, obviously. We did some wild shit, bro. We ate to this German restaurant on Saturday on Memorial Day weekend. There's fucking German flags flying all around like the troops, you know, wanted. Anyway, but, uh, but, um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm asking for fucking. Because I, I cannot sit on wood. When yeah. you sit on wood, it just separates your butt cheeks. And then your asshole starts to fall out of your asshole even more than it was already doing. This is what a hemorrhoid did. It's just a part of your asshole has f- fallen out of your asshole. It's like a vein. How did it happen? I think it's from like jamming uh, too many things in there. No, it's the opposite. It's uh, pushing too many things out. So yeah, you, so jamming things in is. I, I do that. This is a lot. <laughs> now y'all want to know the real shit? This is a lot. There's a thing in my asshole right now. What, you mean like a pen cap? What no, I mean real talk. It's the exact same size as a pen cap. It's a suppository. Okay, okay. It looks like a pen cap, and I have to slowly push it up my asshole. And your asshole does a weird thing. Once you get like a certain amount in, 
it accepts it like an alien spaceship. You know, like <laughs> remember, remember, in like, remember, in, in, remember in Independence Day when, like, once you got into the zone, the like the mothership was like, okay, you may come in now, right? So, so literally for the last few days, I've been taking the 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 the, the bunny tail and pushing it. Okay, so here's my butthole, right? I have a picture. Maybe we'll show it on the Patreon. I do not want to show you Please guys don't. this right now. Wait, so, you took a picture of your butthole? Say what? What You took a picture of your butthole? Yeah, because I, I needed to see it. Because if it looks like really bad, they just got to chop it off, and like it's a whole thing, right? This is taking analysis by assholes, so it entirely... <laughs> it's analysis, analysis of assholes. Analysis of assholes. What a cool commentary for So here's the here's 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 your asshole, right? Okay. Right. Here's the hemorrhoid. It's just sticking out of my asshole. Okay. So like so, when you poop, does it like split? Fam, it's it's like um. You want to know what it really is like? It's like a teapot. Is, is it like, like Moses splitting. <laughs> just, no, no. You know what it looks like for real? This is what it looks like for real. You know, like you know the, the those trains that chugga 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 choo choo. You know how they have that like that like chimney part, and the top just goes choo choo. Yeah, it's a teapot. <laughs> yeah, the teapot shit, right? So that's my you asshole. You the steam building before shit. No, but it like it like. Bends it. It's like curvy. Like you oh, know when you like, ew. you know when you make like, um, <laughs> you know when like pe- girls curl their hair. Yeah. You know they like like they, they bend. Anyway, uh, no, we don't have to no. get into it. Is it like Moses like standing in the in the river and just? No, it's not poop? parting it. It's not parting. The no, poop? it, it is not. The poop. No, yeah, it's more curved. It, it's it's awful. <laughs> but that being said, does it make wiping harder? N- yeah, a little bit okay. and easier, because it just doesn't go everywhere. It kind of just closes okay. it off. I almost don't need to wipe. <laughs> you still need to wipe. I, I do, but it's just like... <laughs> Maybe it's you like, keep the hemorrhoid, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> Maybe there's advantages to hemorrhoid. Listen, man, hemorrhoids have gotten a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look at the bright Sons. side of this shit. <laughs> Sons, this was... I mean, bright side of this shit, that's funny. Awful. <laughs> bright side of this shit. Uh, it's awful, bro. It's like... I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. What Alex said <laughs> when you sat on styrofoam. Oh yeah, <laughs> container. They didn't have a pillow. When at we were at the German restaurant, so he got styrofoam containers, like to go containers. And he sat. <laughs> so the like noise, a cookout plate, like yeah, a to go. Yeah, the noise that it made, it was just like crunch. <laughs> I got two, one for each cheek, and How I just was like, like "Sorry, it's fine." No, and by the end of the set. You know, like it starts to really kind of expose itself. So what I do is I push it back in. I push my asshole back up in my asshole. Right uh-huh. there's that that blueberry thing. I push it back in. When it's in, it feels good. Put the blueberry back in the parfait. I, pu- <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Can't have it leaking oh, out. Oh god! So so I have to periodically put it back in. So I, what I would do is right before I would go on stage, right. literally minutes before I would go on stage, I push it back in. Now. The thing I learned from having hemorrhoids, Akash, is all the different times in your life you clench your butt cheeks. I I had I thought you clench your butt cheeks to take poops, to take farts, and to hold sh- to hold poops or to hold poops, hold, hold poops, farts, yeah. right? Shut um, the back door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, bending down to <laughs> pick all, things up. It all hurts. <clears throat> uh, laughing. It not even hurts. It's just like Alex would say a funny joke and be like, ha ha, and then boop, I just feel, <laughs> I just feel it pop right out my ass. Little like, blueberry got loose. Man, little blueberry got, <laughs> little bobbling blueberry. Oh. I really got a bobble booty. <laughs> I literally just got a little bobble booty. <laughs> so wait, yeah. so, so, so the, 
So what's Yo, the this guy's been laughing at me. Do they cut off? Oh, dude, he <laughs> loves the, it. He this is lo- the funniest thing. This is the best thing no, that happened to the podcast in a long time. So, <laughs> let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Actual asshole content. I think <laughs> this is Yo, this is going to take the show brand, to the next level. Yeah, I was it's like, yo. Brand. I would have hey, usually laughed. Hey, Flavor Media, let's get a hemorrhoid cream. Real yeah, talk. Real talk. It's Preparation H. Listen. And I've been talking and I've been calling it prep. Right? Yeah. This is where this is where it gets real bad. I was like, yeah, I'm on that prep. Right? Do you know what prep is? It's a That's fucking drug for HIV. AIDS. Yeah. It's the AIDS prevention drug. So I'm walking around like, yeah, I gotta take that prep again. Oh Bro, it has been <laughs> Yo, this is Dude. the most elaborate story for somebody trying to come out the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that blueberry's out the closet. <laughs> Son, if you like ass play, man, just let us know. It's fine, just, man. I get it, bro. <laughs> just, so do they do they cut off the blueberry or do they shove it back in? No, they cut it off. They cauterize it and they or they they rubber band it. So it's like really, you know, like prehistoric the way the surgery is done. I was like, how do you so get rid of it? Just kind of twist it off. Twist like it right off, dog. Oh, when, when is the surgery? Like a Grape? Like a piece of hollow bread. I We're in Columbus, right? We're going we're going to get some food, right? And uh and there's this uh, Uber driver cutting off tips, huh? Oh hell yeah. That's, That's their thing. Yeah, yeah. A little bris. <laughs> <laughs> Circumcise my butthole, please. Yeah. So we're going down and I think I'm gonna fuck you know I like fuck with Uber drivers and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. So like there's this African dude, right? And I'm fuck I'm trying to fuck with him. I was like, Yeah man, so what do you think about hemorrhoids, right? He like takes a beat, he goes, and he's like, In my country fifty percent of people have hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what, <laughs> Alex? Alex? <laughs> Alex? Son? Alex? How many? How long did he talk about hemorrhoids? Son, at least twenty minutes. Straight, straight. I didn't interrupt him. Nothing. But twenty minute Uber ride is an eternity, by the way. Fam, twenty minutes on hemorrhoids. The dude who's been there, he was talking about like what you do. Yeah, he's like, at one point. Yo, it was, it was this was the illest shit. This was like the most like third world reaction to it. I was like, so what do you do? How do you remedy? And he starts with like, uh, there is a leaf and we take the leaf and we make the drink and then and I was like what if that doesn't work he goes ignore <laughs> oh god <laughs> right did he say yeah. I block it out <laughs> now I'm scared I'm like am I gonna get hemorrhoids today like what do you know what I part of Africa sitting on from? the toilet too long and I'd be chilling on a fucking so, yeah. toilet you can't chill on the toilet dog oh, that's my office I'm scared that- now so I have to get my best thinking though. Re- that, so it's, it's a <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah. I gotta get a bidet, man. Life oh yeah, Alex got a bidet. He's all about it. You don't sit on it too long, but a bidet, bro. No, I be. I'm, I'm about the bidet. Like hour, son. <laughs> I be looking at like two hundred dollars joints. I'm telling you, heated seats. I look at this shit like it's a new car. I'm ready to get. <laughs> so it's life changing, son. You gotta get that. I'll be like, oh my god, the gosh. speed bag. I for sure. <laughs> Oh, so what? Like, there's like different speeds to the booty hole. No, oh, you're saying the, my my blueberry oh, like oh. bidet just gonna beat it like a speed bag, bro. I really got a click. Like, I bet gay dudes would love me because because now I got a real dude pussy, like an ass pussy. I got, got a real pussy. ass pussy. You got that Marisa. I got that Marisa. I really do got an ass pussy, bro. Y'all want to see a picture of it? It's wild. No, I'll, I'll look at no. it. I'll look at it. Yeah, I want to see it. I'll look at it. Absolutely. Right. Everybody else gonna look at it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Can we put this on a Patreon? Maybe. All right. Maybe we put. It's <laughs> so <laughs> repulsive when I show you that, bro. When I look at it, 
I, dude, I took it because I was going to show it to my shorty, right? And I was like, because I, I was going to give it to my shorty to give to her dad to see if I got like the bad one, right? And I took like four pictures of it. Hey, real talk, man. So this might have been what doctor One, two, visit three, worthy. four, five, six. No, I know. You got insurance too as a thing. So you were really just being stingy. Yeah, I'm lazy. No, it's not stingy. I'm lazy. I'll pay for it. But I paid $384 for the fucking, uh, the what's it called cream? No, the suppositories. Right, that he had to put under her name, so we went to CVS and she had to get a hemorrhoid suppository. Put it in her name because you can't prescribe anything to someone who's not your uh, Cl- patient. Client, yeah, whatever. Did you say I'm your patient? That's weird. Anyway, go ahead. Whatever. It's just it's just funnier to like go up there, yeah, where she's getting like hemorrhoid cream, and mm. I just sit in the back like, yeah, that's what I do. That's my work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, oh dude, it is. Oh come on, man! I'm already my, I'm already want to throw up. I haven't even looked at it yet. All right, ready. Can you look at it first? Should I put it on camera? No, no, no. I got a strong stomach. I'll look at it. All right, ready? Oh my God! I take it back. 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 Oh, it's that bad. This is so funny. Yo, son, it does it looks like an Audi belly button. Yo, but so here's the crazy thing. You see it, right? Real quick, one more time look. Real quick, one more time look, right? Y'all see it? Alright. So look. So look, ready? Ready? So this is a crazy thing. You 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 know what it looks like, right? Yeah. Y'all know what it looks like, right? My asshole's below it. Wait, what? Yeah! Wait, what do you mean? It's hiding my asshole. That's what I'm saying. It's plugging You can't see my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so is that it tucked in or tucked out? No, that's all out, oh, that's bro. Out. That's, that's the hair down. It's <laughs> like Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> you gotta push the rock over. Can I tell you? Can I tell Yo, you what this is? Visual, that is perfect. Son, oh my god! Can I tell you what this is karma for? And I told Alex this in Columbus, but this is this is what this is karma for. We were taping Brilliant Idiots the other day. I'm at Starbucks, right? And this guy that work in a Starbucks, right? He's going to give this chicken order, right? Yeah. And he goes up and he goes, he goes, he goes, sha 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 Shannon, right? And I go, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> right? And all of a sudden he just looks at me and goes, what, 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 what was that? I'm looking at him like, oh, I thought we were partying, man. I thought it was, I thought we were at the club, so I didn't know that you was struggling. And why they make you the name, dude? If you out here like, shh, 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 pass that responsibility to the next person. You gotta be on the getting the sriracha out of the back. You gotta be on the getting the egg white. You can't be the guy screaming the names out. You gotta be the egg white guy. You can't be the friend. That's just bad management. That's just bad coaching. Like you're putting somebody. I thought it was a party, bro. I'm ready to do brilliant names, my man. Say shh, 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 Shannon. I didn't miss a beat. Yo, don't scream too hard, bro. She go far right out. Yo, so when is this surgery? Um, I have to book. I have to book the surgery. But the basic, the basically, the situation was. What kind of doctor you go to? Proctologist, uh, proctologist. Yeah. Yo, so we were gonna go to the hospital and get the surgery <laughs> in Ohio. Son, it was bad, and it, it was, was really gonna, we were gonna film it and put it in, drop it in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't really? we should call that episode dropping out? <laughs> <laughs> dropping out. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, I gotta, I gotta, um, and it's not like super invasive. It's, they literally just wrap a rubber band around it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, pop it like a like a cherry tomato. Yeah, literally like how they used to take off legs in the Civil War. Real talk. Oh gosh, this is bad, bro. Akash and I lived together. Like I took a lot of poops effortlessly. Yeah, this one's his thing. It's like his point of pride. It it was, but now it's changed. (laughs) I don't even know who I am anymore. (laughs) I don't even know who I am anymore. (laughs) I don't even know who I am anymore, bro. Yes, sir. So are there certain foods you just can't eat now because you have that hemorrhoid? I haven't been avoiding any. um, I ate a a burger called the Therminator while I was in Columbus. So I haven't been really restricting my diet in any way, shape, or form. Uh, pretty much everything. Sounds like some hot shit. Son, it was it was like, a lot. Named after Thurman Thomas? No, it's a uh, Thurman's Cafe is the uh, okay. is the name oh. of the yeah. Okay. Anyway, we don't have to. Uh, Speaking of buttholes getting tight, the finals are set. Oh boy! Speaking of buttholes getting tight, what happened to Giannis? Oh boy! Oh boy! Turn the water off, huh? We you you called it. That faucet was. Turn the fuck off on Giannis, bro. That was how Andrew said he would handle Giannis. He just put Kawhi on him. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what he can do, man. Yeah. It's amazing uh, what he, he can do. He's the best two-way player I've probably seen since Pippen. You know, just somebody who can get a bucket and just as easily lock down and score. And he... He might be the best since Jordan. Jordan was a two-way player, bro. He's Jordan. I mean, listen, Whoa. fucking who said it? Uh, was it was it uh, Kendrick Perkins? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first, he was the first guy to go on national TV. But it was like, yo, he reminds me of like 96, 97 Jordan. Where like, he just he's just mad methodical and deliberate. Right. And you know what he's going to do and you right. can't stop it. And then he locks down your best player. And he's on a Jordan-like run right now. And just because, you know, he wears New Balances and has straight back braids, like, it's not the most marketable thing. But, like, <laughs> watching the game, like, that's what you get. Like, that's, you can how, market that's, greatness. Who, that's what he looks like. I'll figure there. it out. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Mm. Raptors, Warriors, how do you match up defensively? I <clears throat> Am I crazy for thinking they match up better if KD's in the game? Go. Well, let's assume Katie's not for the first two. What it, and then give us the Katie matchup. So but. I would I, I think you got to say put Kawhi on Clay cuz Steph is too quick for him probably. That's you. Go. But Clay also Kawhi doesn't really guard the run around guy. He guards the guy with the ball. Great point. Do you want to have Kawhi wasting his energy chasing Clay I around? Don't. I don't. Not but go on, go and I want to hear your lineup. Go mm-hmm. on. So I don't know. I, maybe you can try Kawhi on Steph and see how it goes. But I want to say they tried it a couple years ago in San Antonio and it didn't work the best. Okay. But that, I, other than that, I don't necessarily know. You might even just like at that point throw defenders at, throw bodies at Clay, mm-hmm. try to have Lowry hold Steph as much as he can, and mm-hmm. then Kawhi save your energy for offense. Okay. That's that's without him. I without KD, I don't know where to put Kawhi as easily. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. What about uh? What about you, Kaz? What do you think? It's, I think it's a little different. I think you. Uh, I think the Raptors have been fortunate to go through their entire playoffs without having to play it against like an elite backcourt. Like you know, they ran yep. through the Magic, ran through the Sixers. They're yep. not an elite backcourt, and uh, the fuck the the Bucks. Yep. Right? Yep. You don't want to waste energy on on Kawhi fucking chasing Steph or Clay around. So I just think you put Siakam and. Pray for the best with, actually, Kyle, yeah. with, with Kyle Lowry and maybe Fred, Flynn, Fred Flynn. Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And pray for the best. 
And um, you hope that they have a plan to try and stop in Kawhi right. and just just go for it because I don't think you don't want to waste that energy unless like you're down two zero and like that's like right. the, what just happened with the Bucks like unless you're down two zero you have no other choice but you got to stop this guy then you probably put Kawhi on Steph. Other than that, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't what like do the do? way they match up with the Warriors. <clears throat> what about um, what about this? Mm. This is a little bit. A little bit counterintuitive, but they kind of did with the Bucks a bit. Okay. okay, what about Siakam on Steph? I think length bothers Steph. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And Siakam is athletic. Steph's going to get by him, but he's also going to get by Lowry. Yeah. So right. at least when he does those step backs, you have he legit that reach. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you go Siakam on Steph, right? You have Clay. Unfortunately, sorry, um, Lowry. Ka- no, no, Lowry. This is where it gets interesting. You go uh, Kawhi on Clay, mm-hmm. and I might switch that in a second. Mark uh, on Draymond. That's a wash. I go Kyle on Iggy because Iggy. Iggy don't want to shoot. Yeah, and Kyle's actually sturdy. Kyle could hold. Strong guy. He could hold yeah, up yeah. Iggy. The issue is this: Clay gonna shoot right over Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even going to see Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's going to be right there, and the shot is already, I mean, you know, Clay's automatic. With mm-hmm. a, You need to have some height mm-hmm. to disrupt. Uh, I think we're missing one more. Well, the reason why I like that is because we got— Wait, we, what other player am I thinking? You're thinking of— um, Oh, no, but Bogut is in there? Who else is in there? Not Bogut. No. Marcus Gasol. No, they, they, who, they got the young boy. That they, that's Kevon Looney? Looney. Looney, I think, starts. Kevon Looney, yeah. He starts with them? I believe He's so. He's not the last couple of games. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then—and then you could do— um, you know, if, if you're starting Danny Green, Danny Green's been sucking it up, so I wouldn't even put him on there. Yeah. But uh, and then, but there's also a world where I put uh, Kawhi on Steph because I just think he alters the game. He's got one length too, mm-hmm. but I think he just alters the game in so many ways that you want to have him attacking your best defensive player. Do you think Steph is a harder guard than 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 Giannis is? Yeah. For Kawhi, yeah. Okay. For anybody. Okay. Well, uh, well, I, yeah, if you're like a little guy guarding uh, yeah. Giannis, is impossible. Yeah. But what did you guys see what what Kawhi would do to Giannis? This is what I thought was so fascinating about it is he would stand him up at 18 feet. Mm-hmm. Right? Like most guys, uh, Kawhi will get some uh, – Kawhi gets off – like for Jason Tatum. The reason yeah. why Jason Tatum just got housed, right, is let's say here's Tatum <clears throat> and here's Kawhi, right? Kawhi gets the downhill steam going, and Jason Tatum knows he's not strong enough to stop the momentum, right? right? So he chooses a direction, right? He goes, okay, I'm going to assume he's going to do a little hezzy or something like that and then go by, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to overplay right. And then Giannis goes, okay, Euro, layup. Mm -hmm. And Kawhi would just go, give me what you got. I'm standing you up wherever the fuck you are. Surge, surge a little bit too. Surge can meet that motherfucker yeah. at the rim. That's yeah. that's the guy we were forgetting about, Serge Ibaka. But he's coming off. Um, he's coming off the bench. Now. I think he's coming off the bench. Yeah. So it's like now you don't have that like freak athletic situation. Mm-hmm. You have freak shot maker. Yeah, yeah. And they were giving Giannis a stop and pop eighteen and fifteen footer all series, and he couldn't. He couldn't take consistently it. hit it. He would yep. never take it. Anytime he would drive in, he would try and euro and get stood up, like you said. Yep. He would either. Get, try to pass off and hit a shooter, and when there was no shooter there, yep. he would throw up some bullshit. Right. And, and they the threw fact- the doubles at him too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they, yeah. Mark yeah, yeah. would come over and double because you didn't have to worry. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so excited, man, because like as long as KD's not in, I think Raptors are winning this. You think You think so? I think Raptors in six. Get out of here. They got I'm home real, court advantage, no, bro. Think about it. Also, One, Raptors got, got home court, court advantage, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, right. Which, 
you know, obviously you're playing the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but Raptors have an amazing fan base. You started off at home, especially they got you know a couple guys that need a little boost. Yeah. Kyle needs a boost, you know, and go. I thought when they got Kawhi, I picked them to go to the finals, and I thought they could take out Golden State. And right. I've always been saying Golden State's not yeah. going to win it. Yeah, I'm. A, I have to stick with that, but I am nervous about Lowry in the finals. Yeah, and I also worry that Golden State is could be like, all right, we're going to come in in game one. Yeah, we're going to stomp on your fucking heart. Right. And we're going to take your little home court and let's see what happens. Right. Yeah. And I that could, with someone, I worry about the fragility of the Raptors. Even though Lowry's had a good playoffs. Yeah. I just worry still. So the question is, who who are like the fragile players on the? I think this Fred Van Fleet is a. He's been lights out since he had a kid, though. Not only, yeah, not only <laughs> lights out. I don't question the kid. Once you have a kid, I feel like you got at least a month of fire in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It's like, yeah. I got to do it. And yeah. also, you realize there's things way bigger than this. Exactly. Why am I worried so much You're about not this? Nervous anymore. The kid didn't sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> right? And also, everybody's like, I can't sleep. I'm so nervous. He's like, no, no, there's a crying baby. Like, yeah. that's why I can't sleep. Like, you guys have champagne problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so I don't think you worry about Fred. Obviously, Kawhi is locked the fuck in. Mm. I think. Um, Sir, I think like the African players, to be honest, like this is just fun compared to what they've experienced. (laughs) I I really mean that. Like they've experienced real life. You know what I mean? Like, like, yes, Lowry's from North Philly and he's probably seen some like little, you know, violent stuff or whatever like this, but he's never seen child soldiers. Yeah. (laughs) Congo. You're coming from the Congo. You know, like, so it's like, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah. You know, it's a game. It's a game. At Mm. the end of the day, it's truly a game. Right. Mm. Um, and then Marcus Soul, I don't know, like I don't, the Euros, it's like they're not going to go, they're not going to, they're not going to go wild and give you forty. Yeah. But I also don't see them stinking it up. They're they're like socialists. They're so, like <laughs> they're going to be middle of the road, right? It's, I could see, I could see. Um, I, I still got the words taking this, but I can see the Raptors being a type of team that could slow down the Warriors enough. To make it go six or seven, and once it goes six or seven, it's anybody's, it's anybody's game. game yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. They like, definitely goes- have a shot, and I, I'm going to stick with the Raptors. But here's what I would say: why I think it might be easier if KD's in the game. Go, cool. because then you put Kawhi on KD. Yes, that's a matchup that Kawhi is much better suited for. Right, but the offense still runs through KD. Right, and when you got your best defender, who's a good, good matchup point. for the guy the offense runs through. Really good point. I almost think, and KD doesn't know how to operate without when he's good not point. getting the ball. He's KD's not. not yeah, he doesn't move he's without the ball. His ego. Yeah, he's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. He's not like okay, I'll just help any way I can. He's not that guy. That's a really good. So point. So I almost think it's you want KD to come I back. I almost want KD to come back as quickly as possible. Wow, that's right because. Steph, you got to run around and chase him. If he's not killing you off the ball, yeah. he's going to run around screens. There's so many different ways he can hurt you. KD is not going to run down to the baseline, run around four screens, come around, pick and pop. He's like, give me the ball and yeah. the fucking block. Yeah. I'll get mine. You know yeah. what's going to happen? I'm going to make my bold prediction right now. Go. Draymond Green's going to be the finals MVP. Mm. He's going to be the finals MVP. So if he, they win... If they win. It's a year Draymond that makes this game. Yeah. Uh, because... And again, I'm I, I don't think they'll keep Kyle on uh Iggy. I don't think they'll keep no sorry, I don't keep they'll think they'll keep Kyle on uh, Steph. Steph. Okay. Yeah, no. Probably for the so. best. Yeah. I mean and mind you And for the best for Kyle, right? Like yeah. you, you, not, like, you know he's a little foot, sensitive. He's, he's a solid defender. Like he's no, not he, like a, he's and he's not a, a tough matador, guy. But he's like, a tough yeah, guy, yeah. but what mm. you want from Kyle is Uber confidence, right? Yeah. I want you to feel as confident as you possibly can so that you can play this position, which is really important on the team. You're a yeah. disruptor, you're a pest, and you get guys involved, and yeah. every once in a while you hit a back-breaking three or you know, finish at the rim. Yep. Is he going to be able to do that when Steph is lighting him up for 30 a game? 
No, right? But it's the thing. I it's also so. the finals. Is that has still been remains like as much as stuff has been killing throughout the playoffs. Yeah. The only knock everybody's had on no, Steph last is year like, finals, he played he, great. Last he played, year he didn't he played play well. Excellent. He could have had MVP. If he got MVP last year, nobody has a problem with exactly. it. Exactly. He played yeah. excellent. But I'm saying with this, there's a little bit more pressure. Right. With no KD, right. no Boogie. You know, you got Kawhi Leonard, who has been like the Warriors killer. Right. Even in San Antonio but and once even you in beat Toronto. Bron, you're not worried about Kawhi. Not mm. I don't think you. Now, I but think Kawhi you should be. Bron be. Too. Yeah, no, no. I think you should be. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like. Beating down a boogeyman. Yeah, he's done it before. Kawhi's right? Kawhi's a different type of boogeyman, though. He's a different type of boogeyman. He's, he is a he's guy, the boogeyman that nobody knows is the boogeyman. He's no, he's the guy who like when LeBron gets it going. Yeah, like it's it's palpable. You feel it. Like yeah, he's yeah. a fucking he's a passionate dude. Yeah, when Kawhi gets it going. You don't even fucking know. Yeah, he's just a fucking. Yeah, he's just a fucking Terminator yeah. robot with no emotion. He doesn't know when he's up, when he's down. He doesn't give a fuck. He's going to get his, if they, and he's well, going to lo- lock down your best player. These are things that will happen. If they make it to six, even if they lose, there's no way Kawhi leaves, right? I mean, I, if they get think, swept, I think he might leave. I think he stays no matter what. Even That's if they my, get swept, even if they get swept. Wow. I think he stays no matter what. I think. Getting swept, definitely, you have to engage in some talks. Mm-hmm. But if it's competitive and you know KD's leaving and you know that Warriors team is in some way being blown up, you don't want that again? Well, if they sweep you without KD. Then, exactly, yeah. So they sweep you without KD, I think there's a better reason yeah. for him to yeah. leave. But if they get they get a game or two, right, and it's close, and maybe they lose a couple close ones, right. mm-hmm. I think it's like, now we got this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we get a nice little pickup. Clearly the Raptors organization can get a lot of juice yeah. out of the fruit. Like you get a guy yeah. like Siakam that nobody knew was going to end up being yeah. like a contributing mm. player. Yeah, they develop. They develop players, man. Yeah, shout out to that GM, man. Like he made, like every every like roster move that they've made in the past like, seven Beast. months. Smart moves have been great moves under, ra- under the radar. Very good GM. Extremely Absolutely. good GM. Absolutely. And on top of that, with him. You know, I think it's like a Paul George situation all over again. They rolled the dice on the guy with the one year on his contract. They're like, hey, this is better than the Paul George situation because he went to the finals. Right. So now it's like. Because he's better than Paul George. That's why I I, I understood this was a risk. But to me, when they got Kawhi, it's a risk you have to take. Mm -hmm. And then picking them to make make it to the finals, I'm going to take credit because I'm me. But (laughs) it's not like some bold prediction. You had DeMar DeRozan. He's good. He got you to the conference finals. But now you have a fucking. Dominant defensive player and yeah. a really good offensive player. Yeah. I'll say he's a dominant offensive next, player too. Yeah, he's a dominant offensive. Had, I think. Yeah. I think. I think we had uh, with DeRozan an overrated player, and now we have with Kawhi an underrated player. Yeah. And sometimes those ratings are what equate to a really interesting trade. Mm. Like when you know the value of another player, and you know no one else values it. Was it was the perfect storm. It's real estate. It was perfect storm because yeah. he was he was still, he's coming off an injury. He sat down the whole Spurs Furious shit. in organization. There was people in the yeah. media chirping about Kawhi Leonard, about being a fucking distraction. Mm-hmm. Of all fucking guys, mm-hmm. right? So he, his value was like at an all-time low, and they yep. still got an all-star player out of it. Yep. And now everybody's looking at it like, yeah, why didn't we trade for Kawhi Leonard? Well, duh. He's showing you why. So <laughs> here's the question I think we need to start asking ourselves, which is uh, who are the top three players in the NBA right now? Right now? And I is Kawhi in that? Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Let's 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 have the conversation. Is Kawhi the best player in the NBA? 
You have to give him number one right now. Him or Steph right, right now second, at this moment. Right this very second, yes. He is the best player in the NBA. Right it, this I mean, very like, second. Let's yeah. really talk yeah. about it. Like, there's nothing he there's nothing on the basketball court that he cannot do. Maybe he's not an elite passer. Not a bad passer, but not elite court vision like he's, a LeBron. He's he, but he's, he's a better got, defender. Yeah. He's a better he's a better uh score in terms of moves. Mm-hmm. LeBron doesn't have many moves. He has a nice little kind of like yeah. step to the side mid-range. He Kawhi has a powerful has a fucking in and out between the legs dribble that just boom, shifts boom, boom. the entire defense. Kind of like James Harden does, but without the traveling. And less dribbles. And less he dribbles. He does what James because does he knows in where he's a fraction going. of the dribbles. That's and you it. can't stop him because he's so fucking strong and his hands are so big you're not going to even try and swipe There's at it. There's so little grace to his offensive game that you don't realize how good he is. It is yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, it's it is. There is an effortlessness and a like um, an economy. Yes, yeah. economy right? is the perfect word. Yeah. Watch, it's like a joke that has yeah. no fat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you ever watch like a, an elite basketball, any basketball player, like yeah. practice by himself in a gym with like cones and chairs yeah. and like dribble and all that shit. That's exactly how he plays. With defenders, with like defenders. when the game is on, like interesting. He like he'll yeah go he'll get his fade. He get he gets the it's shots that he yeah. wants. You know what I'm saying? So like he'll get his little elbow jumper if he's going between the legs. If you shift, he'll hit a three in your face. If you come up, he'll go past you. Like he he takes exactly so, what you give him. So Kawhi's top three, we're saying Absolutely. I think it's un, undisputable. Und- maybe top two. Yeah, we say yeah. And I so think what does a, the NBA do right when your top Two player, potentially your number one player, mm-hmm. is not the most marketable. What do what do you do I as at you guys are Adam Silver, yeah. right? What is what is that strategy? Do you lean into his lack of marketability and like call him an assassin, like a stone cold, ice cold assassin? Like lean into the lack of emotion, or are you going to try to make this person someone who he's not, so he can carry the league? I think it's too late. That. It's too late for that. It's too late to try to make him anything that he is. He's, he wears new balances. Right. He has fucking Times New Roman behind <laughs> it on, on the font on his sneakers. He's the most basic motherfucker we've ever had that has been this good in the NBA. And I think you lean into the fact that he's just a guy. Kawhi's New Roman. That's his nickname. Kawhi's New Roman. That's his nickname. You lean into the fact that he's just a dude. He is the Times New Roman of people. Roman. It's yeah. just regular to look at, but you need it. Yeah. And it's honestly, the dominant font. It's, yes, facts. <laughs> I mean, the dominant font is the. He is the Times New Roman of the NBA. Yeah. Like, you know, with him, it's kind of like how we had it with stuff a few years ago before he got like almost annoyingly confident. Right. <laughs> when everyone just thinks he's arrogant at the same time, like yeah. he's a low maintenance superstar. Yeah. He's got he's got an ego. Uh, you, you you assume every guy that good has some sort of an ego, but you'll never see it. Yeah. You'll never show it. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, it's good because you have the balance of guys like LeBron, of guys like KD, Yeah, you have you have like, enough stars and you can almost market him as like the anti ego yeah. guy. Like he just the trade <sighs> demand is where it gets a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I would still love to know the real reason. Why? Like the, the actual reason he see, actually, wanted that, out San Antonio? That, so, makes me, that makes me respect Kawhi more. Because you know some shit must have went down. Oh, some shit went down. I feel I'm like out. he's right. Like no, no. I love Pop, yeah. but I feel right. like... And, and okay, and I, I want to get back to... I actually want to get back to that, but there's one thing I want to say just about like the, the low... What is it called? Low, low maintenance. Low maintenance superstar. Yeah, yeah. You know who's going to love Kawhi Leonard? Middle America. Yep. Middle yeah. America is going to oh, go, yeah. he doesn't do all the shoulder shit. <laughs> he just goes there. He wins just like they do. They go to their job and they do their job. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy. And I think that if Adam Silver is smart, there's a way to wrap. There's a way to wrap that work ethic. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. work ethic. He is 
go there and grind. It you doesn't know, have you know to. Right. That's a great point. Basketball. That's a fucking great and point. And you will have all these dudes that are tired of the flashy, glitzy, like on my Instagram doing all this stuff. The semi-racist. I was it. Racist white people go and love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be the first person with yeah. cornrows that they've accepted in he's their the whole guy, life. He, he's the guy who just shuts <laughs> up the dribbles. It's an effective way to keep your hands out He shuts up the dribbles better than anybody. And he might win an NBA title for it. So, fuck. Oh, my God. So then he has to be careful, right? They have to be careful that they don't throw him under the bus, yeah. right? Or to the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but there is something beautiful about it because you're gonna have a lot of like basketball, maybe basketball purists. purists yeah, yeah, youth basketball coaches. Youth, if I'm a youth basketball uh, coach or AU or high school, I'm like, dads. watch this fucking guy. Dads like are gonna how, fucking granddads. Dads, oh, they're this is how the game is played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is played. Yeah. you don't need to celebrate every time you score. Yeah. I'll tell you this: well, when I was growing up playing high school ball, there was all these like recruiting sites, like rivals and like yeah. high school hoops.net and all this type of shit. And like the top of the guys, like if you're a six ten, whatever. They'd have like your NBA comparison, right? So everybody was either Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, if you were 6'10 and up. Because that was basically just saying you're a big guy who does more than just score. Yeah. Right? Kawhi Leonard's going to be that guy for a bunch of youth players because um. he is the, they call, I forgot what they called him on ESPN. They called him the little fundamental. How Tim Duncan was the big That's fundamental. Great. That's He's the little fundamental. Yo, he how do you everything. have less personality than Tim Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But Tim Duncan's even like, yo, lighten up a little bit, bro. <laughs> Oh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That they came hilarious. from the same fucking franchise and, and coaching tree. Well, that's and something shit. they look for at the Spurs. They don't want they want a guy who's able to laugh at himself, who puts the team above himself. Like no they, ego. they have like yeah. personality criteria they look yeah. for yeah. when they when they draft players. Like, thank God he got the fuck out of there. Like everybody said that his uncle was the worst thing in his camp. Mm-hmm. So he has this uncle, I think, who's from like Newark. Yeah. And they were like, You gotta get out of here. He demands a trade, all this. And they're like, why the fuck are you listening to this guy? He might be the smartest You're guy in the right. world. He right. really might be the smartest mm-hmm. guy in the room, and we fucked up mm-hmm. by assuming that he was just some like leech family member that was out here for his own personal interests. That one decision to get him out of San Antonio mm-hmm. puts him in the NBA Finals and in the top three players in the world discussion. Yeah, and you got to understand. Do you think they make it to the NBA Finals on the Spurs if he's healthy? No, you don't think so. No. Whoa. I think they make it. Um, I think they make it. I think they make it. I think I think the Spurs team. Could I think they. Them I think the Rockets for them are no problem. I, I think the Warriors are a problem just because of Lamarcus. I, I think he just doesn't do. He's an ill-fitting piece in this NBA, which is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I never saw it coming. You're taking tough mid-range jumpers, man. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you can't really defend that well. You, you're a liability on any switch off. Right, like one, he's like Dirk thing, yeah. on mm-hmm. any switch off. So yeah. it's like you just attack that motherfucker. Right, and I think he's what holds him back. I think, yeah, I agree with you. I th- I I don't think they do it. I think they're better suited. I think what's underrated is Marcus Sol's feet. Mm. Like if you watch Marcus Sol's feet mm. for a guy his size, nimble. Motherfucking soccer Very player, bro. Yeah. It's, it's that soccer all those, shit. All those Spanish yeah. European motherfuckers, bro. They, they gotta be able to move. Ain't no mm-hmm. plotting, you know, shit in soccer, right? It's yeah, like ain't no mic and this drills idea of sports specialists we have growing up in America, where you play one sport and you get really good at. I don't think it's good. What do you mean? Like if you if they think you're gonna be a baseball player, that's oh, all don't you touch play. Nothing baseball else. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, football, football all the time. Quarterback all the time. I think football players, and I think they're coming around on this from what I understand, but like. Football players should play baseball, should play soccer, should play basketball. Like, all these things come in handy. Steve Nash, all we talk about is how his soccer background helped him as a basketball player. Huh. 
soccer and basketball in particular. Hakeem Olajuwon, soccer player. Mm-hmm. Mark Gasol, probably soccer player. Those two, you got to play both at the same Hakeem time. Hakeem had great footwork too, the man. Bruh, the they have the best footwork. The best. He's still teaching. They literally play a scamming, sport where all you do is kids. work on your. Everything's <laughs> with your feet. Dude, Kobe even. Like, let's not sleep on the fact that Kobe spent his formative years in Europe, right? Like, you know he was picking up some shit. They even say, I mean, it's a different sport, but uh, uh, Vasil Lomachenko, he's a a boxer. Some say he's the pound-for-pound best boxer in Mm -hmm. the the world. And uh, incredible, like, intense training from his father. But his father took him out of boxing for two years straight and just made him do ballet. Hmm. He goes, your footwork wasn't good enough on some like real wow. Ukrainian, like Russian, like Rocky type training. Yeah. Like, but he was basically like, it's not good enough. Do this thing that's all footwork, and if you watch him, it's majestic. Wow. His footwork is, is majestic. Wow. And it's maybe Takash's point. It's like, yeah, we're focusing so much on keeping your fucking elbow in yeah. that you can't even move around <laughs> the court. Right. It's like. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, diversity in yes. training is what's going to, what do they say? Like you work the same muscle over and over again, it doesn't get bigger? Uh, like, or point, yeah. do the same exercise? Yeah. Some yeah. shit with muscle exercise. Memory. You got what is muscle, that? muscle memory. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So what happens? You, your, your body just gets used to the exercise, so you're not working it anymore or yeah. something? I think yeah. that's what P90X was for. <laughs> they yeah. call it muscle confusion. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, like they would do something, just other shit that your body's not used to because once you've done it so many times, it can't grow it's the anymore. Same. Got yeah. different shit with it. Yeah, switch it up with the legs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's a here's a here's an interesting hypothetical. I want so to talk to you guys. So you both got the Raptors taking it. Yeah, I think okay. I think I think. Okay, here's a, I want to bring this hypothetical yeah, up lose. to you guys. This was an interesting one, right? Um, Ten billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You have three chances to hit an NBA three. Okay. Okay. If you hit one, you get ten billion dollars. If you miss, you do one year in maximum security Dude, prison. This is from the ticket. Is it really? Yeah, is we it? saw this. <laughs> we saw this on. Uh, I think. I think it's actually a. Uh, they might have gotten it from. They, yeah. But they do one segment a week where they just think up a hypothetical. As right. far as I know, they thought of yeah, a few. Yeah. So this, maybe is they a, took this, this is, one. I think, a popular one <laughs> yeah, on this on is, the uh, no, I'm on not the gonna, internet. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not risking okay. any amount of money for a prison. Okay, again, but talk me through it. Talk me through again. It. Look at me. It's the same fucking thing. It's taking a punch. <laughs> maximum security. That means you're secure. No, no, no. It's just lonely. When you go to jail, maximum security means the most guards because it's the illest motherfuckers on earth. Yeah. Oh, I thought. You just buy yourself in the no. room. Oh, minimum yeah, security is oh, chilling. Like club, about med, club fed. <laughs> minimum like security is we don't need that much security because you're some white collar pussy. Yeah. That's where I belong. Do they know? That's my lane. My question is, do they know that's why you went to jail? Like, what you went for, fam? Mystery three. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery three. <laughs> what you went for, murder? <laughs> I got to know. Like, if they don't know why I'm in there and I can just front like, yeah, man, yeah. you know, I was out here catching bodies and shit. I look like I wasn't catching My nobody. Go. I sound like I wasn't catching nobody. <laughs> well, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Not one at a time. Oh, I'm gonna play the terrorist. You part. look like a It's a motherfucking thing that's gonna go down, dog. Akasha Lama Lakeum. Akasha Lama that's gonna get you killed, man. That'll get you killed Are we taking are we taking corner threes, straightaway threes, any type of three? Any three. I'm at, no, it's gotta be full three. It's so the corner's not full. Do I come in cold? Can I warm up? No. Three threes, you just shoot. I mean, you can shoot the day before, you can shoot whatever, but there's no warm up on that on that rim. You have three threes. Everybody at home, think about this. NBA threes. Three NBA threes. No, I'm not making it. I don't think I'm making it. NBA threes? Let me let me let me put this into context here. (laughs) We're talking about ten billion dollars. Like that's a ridiculous. Can I grade shot it? What? Can I grade shot it? 
What? Can you I, would want. You're to gonna take risk a, a granny shot? Yeah. NBA three, bro. If I could, three if tries. I could set my feet and take forever, it's not just catch and shoot. I can literally just take as long as I want. You can take three to. days to do the shots if you want. Calculate the <sighs> win. Do whatever the fuck you need. Okay. But listen, if you hit it, you're one of the richest people on the planet. Mm. If you don't, it's just one year. And then maximum like, yeah, security that prison. That can't be. <laughs> Yo, but. Uh, I, I mean, a, I we have one guy who's actually been to jail here, so we should probably <laughs> ask him about it. How was jail, Alex? It, it really <laughs> you went to best case scenario yeah, jail. Yeah, I went, I went you to the best fan. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would do it. You would do it. I would do it. You would miss. I've seen you shoot before. Son, Kev, <laughs> Kev, after, after your little battle. Yeah. You know, oh, you I, want the smoke yeah, next? Yeah. I, I get oh, God, you know. Know, son. I had to teach this guy how to play golf this weekend, bro. That shit oh, was embarrassing, bro. Really? Wow. Do you really want to talk about that? I saw you, you on the really Instagram story. I saw you was looking like, I had to teach this guy how to play golf, bro. Do you really want to talk I really had to teach him. I, really, I, I, know, I know the jig by now, so like yeah. I see the Instagram stories. Yeah. So when this guy can't play face. golf for shit, bro. I was teaching him how to play golf. You, you see him with this bullshit right we know. now, right? I, yeah, I yeah. just read through it. That's what I'm just like, yo, yo I, I already know We're what doing happened. this shit where you throw the ball up, and then you bounce it, and then you got to hit it off the bounce. This guy was falling on the ground, couldn't hit it. Right. Had like a thousand right. chances. You forget that I got the footage. I'm about to like, Alex. I'm you should, happy you just need to start showing this type of shit. So like, he has like a hundred takes of trying to hit the ball off the so bounce. I'm be honest with you. I was impressed by how many takes I didn't hit it. Like, <laughs> so, no, yo, yo, I'm literally swinging. It's so, I did a hundred uh, takes in a row. Mm. You throw the ball up, it bounces once, and you try to hit it in the air, right? I did maybe one hundred swings in a row. I'm like, I should hit by accident by now. <laughs> so, Bro, I might even, need 100 takes to even, hit it off a tee. Even the lady comes over and is like, hey, guys, you got to start with the trick shots, all right? <laughs> <laughs> the moment she walks away, this motherfucker goes and tries to get like, like, He was relentless. It. I could not hit it, bro. Like it, Everybody looked around me, and they were like, at first it was funny, and then by like shot 50, they were like, Sad. fam. Yo, Mark, Mark was saying this at 50. He's like, bro, I think you're hitting it. It's just not going. I think it's disappearing or something. Like, that was more believable that I was connecting with the ball, and it was disappearing that I could miss that many times in a row. I got try. I'm a yeah, natural. but he fell the first I'm one. I'm Tiger Woods out here, baby. So I'm this nice. guy. I'm fucking up white girls. That's not going to be a problem, bro. That's <laughs> you are the natural. You walked right into that one. <laughs> I did. I did. I'll take it. He's the weirdest You are golfer. Tiger. I'll take it. I'm Tiger. <laughs> tiger media out here. <laughs> All right, let's take a break for a second, pay some bills. New sponsor alert. Uh-oh. New partnership. Oh, Uh-oh. Guys, this episode is brought to you by Original Grain, the premier maker of wood and steel watches. Y'all saw these watches. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm ill. Getting some. Dude, yes, we got a few coming in. Gorgeous watches. Unwavering commitment to authenticity, innovation, next level craftsmanship. Original Grain has some of the most unique watches you've ever seen. They got this whiskey collection, right? The only watch that's handcrafted with genuine reclaimed bourbon barrels. They got these baseball uh, collection so like they have a New York Yankees watch a Boston Red Sox watch etc but it's made with reclaimed wood from the 1923 Yankee Stadium seats mm. okay wood seats that I have to put a cushion on because I've had a maroid okay they're all starting $169 free shipping worldwide easy returns if you don't like it pick out a different one I'm telling you we got there's we got I think four different ones each of us got a, a, a yeah. little different situation yeah. but yeah Really gorgeous watches. 
Yeah. Ooh, nice, nice watch. Beautiful yeah. watches. So original grain is um, certainly the most unique gift that you can give. I, mean, I had trouble deciding which one to get because I liked a lot of them so right, much. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Which was the yeah the thing about the sports one is interesting. If I was more into baseball, I, I would yeah. I would rock yeah. I would rock that. But I, I will say this: for some reason, baseball if. Like I wouldn't wear a basketball watch. Yeah, baseball seems the most. Why is that? It's like it's classic, like, it's like right? classic, old timey, traditional yes. yeah. type of shit. Yeah. I yes, mm. it's like baseball transcends the sport in a way. Like a Yankee cap is a reflection of New York. Yeah, yeah. it's not just the game. So right. I'm a baseball fan. It's like so I'm is a Boston. New Yorker. Yeah, like Boston. I'm, I'm, I'm from Boston. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Chicago, the White Sox. Are so it's like a cool way to like rep a city. Mm. Anyway. Um, I think you can wear it while you actually play the sport, which probably yeah. helps. <laughs> sure, maybe that's true. That's probably another thing. You wear now. jewelry while you yeah, play baseball. Absolutely. Well, anyway, it's Father's Day. I think it's a pretty cool gift. That's the perfect gift. Get mm-hmm. pops, you know, get your husband, get somebody a nice watch so they could tell the time. They could, you could, you could talk about all the time that they uh, should be spending with you, <laughs> but they're out there listening to Flagrant 2 with their boys. As they should be. Yeah. God it damn tight. it. Uh, and as of now, a special limited time deal for our listeners. You get 25% off your order at originalgrain.com when you use the code flagrant at the checkout. Some exclusions may apply, but see the website for details. Again, originalgrain.com, and be sure to use the offer code flagrant at checkout to save 25% off of your order. Just go to the website, originalgrain, G-R-A-I-N.com. Um, check, check out the watches. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you feel. Grab a watch. Feedback. We always love feedback from you guys because that's another thing that's important to us is that you guys appreciate the product yeah Thanks. The, the the brands that we've continued to do sponsorships with it's not that's just because they, they want it right that's why they fuck with exactly. us exactly it's because y'all fuck with it if, the asshole army will use boom. the shit and will tell people about using the shit and then they're like oh my god this is great we should keep fucking with these people and so. if they I mean don't get me wrong there's been situations where maybe you guys didn't like a product and then it's not worth it for us to continue doing yeah, business yeah. with the brand I like, can do the math y'all seen it simple as that <laughs> we <laughs> offer the brand an asset that's how I've always felt so mm-hmm. we want to partner up with brands where we fuck with y'all fuck with Andrew tra- tests every product like he's not especially <laughs> full sack shout out to full sack <laughs> they gonna get a free plug they yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. get a free plug I, yeah, full I, sack, I, I bought some full sack for Brian as hey, a little sort of hey, gag hey, little sort of hey, gag hey, you ready to get back in the game you know what I mean I you ready to go yes sir <laughs> some triplets <laughs> All right. Also, I got some uh, dates coming up, man. Uh, St. Louis. We're going to be there Friday and Saturday at the Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis. Holler at us if you've got some cool shit to check out in St. Louis. You know, we'll always do dropping in, and we like your suggestions, so let us know. Um, any, any camera guys? Oh, yeah. If you got any camera guys who want to help us out at the shows, help shoot, pull up as well. We always love doing that. Um, then we got the 6-7, uh, so June 7th. We're going to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan. First show sold out, I believe, at the second show. So make sure you get some tickets for that. It's at the Ann Arbor Showcase. Then uh, the 8th and 9th, we're in San Francisco. Shows on the 8th sold out. Early show on the 9th is sold out. We got a late show on the 9th as well. I think has some tickets left, so get that real quick. Gobble that up, gobble that up, gobble that up. Um, and then more shows at theandrewschultz.com, man. Um, New York City date, those tickets are going. Get there. And that um, Toronto date, we got a second uh, one. Yeah, make sure that you uh, make sure you get them tickets for that. The first one sold out, but the second one, we got some left. Chicago, man. Just go to theandrewschultz.com, get that. And also, yo, the merch. I know you've been seeing our fashion videos 
I know you've been seeing the fashion videos Alex and I have been fashion, putting up. Fashion. 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 <laughs> Shit is fire. But we got the new merch uh, coming out. Only available at the live shows, man. So make sure you come get them shits. Uh, it's going to be only at the live shows. So we got a bunch of different things. We saw. We got four different shirts. Um, we'll post some videos this week of them. But the merch is just straight fire. Shout out to my man Mark. Uh, who's been opening up and creating all the merch and everything like that. So you can get those at the live shows. You want to scoop them before a show, after a show, you're more than welcome to do it, man. But it's it's been so cool. And we're going to try to make some more. I know that uh, we've been running out of shirts and running out of sizes pretty quickly. You guys usually gobble them shits up, and that's appreciative. But uh, we're going to try to make some more. But again, first come, first serve. So get them shits while it's hot. Let's get back to the show. Um, I don't think I said what I would do in this situation. I think I would take the shots for $10 billion. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think I would take the shot. Yeah, you're saying mm. it like we were upset at us for not doing it. Yeah, yeah, because, one, I believe in my luck. I feel like it would go down Well, for here's me. the thing. Okay, I, I do think in prison, you wouldn't do great but at it, all, but right. you got, like, hands, like, you box, like, you're not <laughs> as much of a bitch as you look like you would be. Right. Yeah. I am every bit as much of a bitch <laughs> as I look like I would be. I also have a racial group to join. You got, yo, shave yeah. the head, put a little <laughs> tattoo on, you know what I mean? Prove the brilliant of these fans right, you yeah. know what I mean? All right, Andy, Norton. finally, that, that, get the fucking tattoo on the forehead and shave your head. Right, if you're you are not racist white guy, but you go to prison, you gotta choose up, yeah. you know what I mean? You better, you better figure that shit out real quick. Get your N-words out while you can. <laughs> if there's one safe space, <laughs> it's it's actually safer for you to say the N word in jail. <laughs> oh my God! The second I need you get everybody out. to know why I'm in jail though. Like if I miss the shots, right? Like I don't want I don't want nobody coming up to me like, oh, fuck you in here for? I'm like, bro, I just missed three 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 points. Oh, alright, bro. So, <laughs> let you go. Here's my question, right? Mm. I'm too cute for that. The <laughs> offer still exists when you get out. Oh, I'll oh. go for it again. I'm. I'm. What? How so you many mean, times do yeah. you do it? Right now it gets interesting. Right, How cool. many times do you do it until you go? Fuck it! I gotta stop spending years in jail. All right, another caveat. Go. Is there a basketball hoop in the jail? A hundred percent. Oh, I'm taking it one more time. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you're doing. I'm coming out of Clay Thompson, I'm going one for one. Bang! Give <laughs> my ten billion. I'm out of here. I get taken off the warm ups. Like, I let's get go. a year of maximum security confinement, mm -hmm. and I just have a basketball. And then when I get out, I get three shots to be a bit ten billion dollars. And richer. you tell everybody in the gym, you go, fellas, I'm about to be worth ten billion. All right. Hold me down for this year. Just let me practice. Nobody do nothing. Let me somebody. I need some rebounders. <laughs> Turn them in. Hey, Mexican gangbanger, stop doing push-ups. <laughs> come here and, and, and get rebounded. Like, oh, tell them you're gonna be God. worth a billy because they're gonna come Facts, back for way more. Than you. They're gonna come back. I'll give you worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Guys, I'll give you one million. There's Guys. two million dollars waiting for me outside. Of <laughs> Help me out here, guys. Protect me. I got you when I get out. Guys, I get free Chipotle for a year. <laughs> if I hit this three-pointer when I get out. That's what I would say. You want to bring us some burritos, way? <laughs> so, boom, you, you just get the full practice, and I think you knock that down. Oh, absolutely. I'd not, really not think... I get another shot at it? Of course. But how many times do you miss before you say not? I think as a competitor, you just never, you just keep going until you get oh, the 10 billion. Uh, don't I know that about golf? I miss that <laughs> fucking. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you ever been so sure that I would just keep on shooting? Oh, absolutely. Without just a doubt. Keep, like, we won't Jail. see Edge. We Jail. won't see him again. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> I told him he has to boof the uh, you know. GoPro in his hemorrhoid. Boof <laughs> it. Keep, put it up. It, put it up. <laughs> <laughs> keep this a ship of roof. 
Man, Andrew was struggling in the bathroom. I went to the pee. I felt real bad, man. So, <laughs> I him? was like, yo, can we do this basketball game? He said, yeah. But I was like, bro, I don't know. Recover as you need to. I was about to say, is this gonna is this gonna postpone anything? Or? I hope not. I don't think so. I, th- I think it says a week recovery, so. So do we get like a <laughs> You gotta have like a <laughs> The game is two ticker. weeks away. You gotta have like a sports center ticker, like injured reserve, like <laughs> butt surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna get no. butt surgery. How yeah. crazy is this? I know. Asshole, asshole like literally the whole of it's quite my poetic ass. when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm committed. Yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> this is like a brand, tattoo. Yo. Like some people one get asshole real talk. You keeping it tight whether you like to or not, bro. <laughs> yeah. Asshole general getting surgery on his general asshole. <laughs> God damn. Yo, it's all fifteen. I gotta I gotta head. Go, to go, 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 go. Uh, Kaz gotta go to Duce Palooza. Yes, sir. Yo, uh, some of yes, y'all are already on the through. way. Be good, good shit. I'll take it easy, bro. Yeah. See y'all there, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah. Didn't, I want to talk to Kaz about Giannis and see how he feels about the fact that his boy seemed to just fall apart. I did, here's why I thought they would lose to the Celtics. Uh-huh. Playoff and experience. And I think that finally came into play here. Okay. I think once you run into a wall and you haven't done it a lot, you don't know how to deal with the adversity. Yeah, who's going to make the adjustments? I think there's just a lot of like... The NBA, more than any other sport, you have to lose a few, it seems like, before you win. Yeah. The only team that kind of bypassed it kind of was the Warriors. And yeah. even then, they got their lumps out. Yeah. But, like, you need at least one playoff heartbreak, it seems like. Yeah. Can't yeah. get over the hump and then you get it. Yeah, yeah, to learn to, like, put it together. No, that's a good point. I think I think we just learned that the Raptors were better at making adjustments. And they also had an X-Factor player. They had they had Kawhi. But Giannis could be an X-Factor player. Yeah, 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 yeah I think once... When I think when you're inexperienced in the playoffs, it's just like I don't know how to adjust to the adjustment. Like I don't know how this. But but I think like a coach is supposed to do that, right? Like, what's his name? Is a good coach, Budenholzer or whatever. Yeah, but he didn't make the adjustments. It's like you found out exactly what they were doing with 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 uh, with Giannis. Like you yeah. know what they were going to do. You know that you weren't going to win with Giannis. First of all, you sit Bledsoe down. He sucked it up. Yeah, and then you let Chris Middleton cook. Chris Middleton, like he can, he can give you thirty. Yeah, just let him go for it. I, I think that they lived and died with Giannis essentially. Yeah, and they didn't have any of their role guys really step up. Like, where was Brogdon? Was he killing it? No. Like, games one and two, he did he did great. The fucked up thing is, and they and you know people have said this before, but it's like playoff games are often won by role players. Yeah. Like, look at Iggy. Yeah. Right. Like. One of the greatest things about Golden State is they have all-star role players. Yeah. Sean Livingston off the bench is your backup to Steph. And, like, if you're Kyle Lowry, you're barely six feet tall. Yeah. And Sean Livingston gets it eight feet away from the basket. There's nothing you can do. The only hope is you're just strong enough to bully him the fuck out. Even then, he does that little turnaround. Yeah. He has one shot. Yeah. It's a little turnaround on the baseline. And he gets his arms up so high, you can't block it. And the assumption is, I'm going to have a little point guard on me. I'm six, what is he? Five, something like that? Minimum six, six, like, and yeah. long. Yeah. I'm just going to shoot over you. Simple as that. So it's like that you got to be able to make adjustments. And I just don't think, I don't think that the Milwaukee organization was able to make them. I think 
next year, they might take a step back. I think within the next two years, they can win it all. Now, the tricky thing is that's how many years Giannis has left on his deal. So. Right. And I don't know if he's going to go anywhere. The city seems to love him. Like It was pretty beautiful there. Did you guys see when he showed up back in Milwaukee? No. It was pretty cool. There were like people waiting for him at the airport that's just chanting true. MVP and like... That's how you keep a star. No, it is how you keep a star. Now, Oklahoma City tried it, I think. And they were like, nah. But they also had the Mr. Unreliable newspaper headline. That's it. Simple. You turn on me, motherfucker, I dare you. <laughs> like, small, I'm sorry, small market, you can't have freedom of press. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, New York, say whatever you want. You're an OKC. He got no reason to be there. He's doing y'all a fucking favor. He okay. See? He's, <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> but for real, like, think about that. Like, you have to do everything in your power to keep that yeah. celeb there because he's losing money by staying in OKC. Right. He yeah. goes to the tech hub of the world. So you know how much money he probably made he, just in investments? According to Carl Lenz, he made a lot of money. Like, triple his net worth. Yeah. It's like... Let me ask, let me ask you this Go. Warriors question. I wanted to get I wanted to ask a Toronto question or some I wanted to ask something else but I forgot what yeah. it was but this is something I, I noticed. Clay Thompson didn't get All NBA. We, yeah, we heard yeah, this story, so they right? made a big deal about that. Yeah, and he was seemingly. So what happens was, with that? I think there's some contract thing. If if you make All NBA, you're, I didn't even I didn't even know about the contract situation. All I know is, and if if you guys can look into that, that'd be yeah. great. Um, I, I, I this is my assumption. I think in order to get a certain super max, I think in order to get a super max contract, yeah, you have to be on an All NBA team, right? So if you miss the All NBA team, you're available for the max, but not the super. Okay, so he lost. Forty million dollars. He lost his supermax because he's not all NBA. Wow, it so, was—it's like a lot of money. If you you're Clay, do you want KD back at all? Because if KD's not there, you're, we're watching this version of Clay all season. Do yeah. we think he doesn't make third team all NBA? Has to. He no fucking question. He does. has to. Massive. Like, you want to talk about who's made the biggest sacrifice? Clay, bruh. Like now it was Steph. Financial. Now it is forty million dollars I just left on the table. Financial. I saw a tweet. I don't know if it's real, but I saw a tweet saying that Clay was in Toronto for Game Six against the Bucks. He was like scouting. Really? Yeah, I love that. If that's true, I love that. Dude, if you are any team with cap room, yeah, do you go after Clay the hardest? Here's the thing. My fear with Clay is this. If he's the best player on his team, he'll be exposed. I think, like we were talking about KD, I think Steph makes Clay really good. I think Clay also makes Steph have to work less hard on the perimeter. See, that's the thing. Like, okay, does he? Like, Steph is creating his shots from being Steph, right? It's these crazy deep threes, these step backs well, running that, around. No, pit. No, like, maybe I'm what wrong, is Clay? I, I think the team defense is why Steph isn't exposed as a terrible defender. The team is the defensive team of Golden State. Okay, is good. defensively, so Draymond and Clay sure. Defensively, help. sure. Steph is regular. Yeah, defender, right? Maybe not even good. Maybe yeah. even put there. But I'm just talking about like if you're if you're getting Clay to be on your team to be your best player, you need him to give you buckets. Here's what I meant. To, let me re, let me reword my question, yeah. and then because I think I came. I was thinking from a Mavericks point of view because that they got Luca, and I I know Clay is already there. Everybody's one A. If you everything if you, you wanted with guy, Harrison Barnes is yeah. Clay. 
does he seem more get, am I being crazy I think he seems more gettable now that the Supermax is off the table and you could go to his ego and be like look man you ate 40 million for KD so and again I gotta understand the trade more you could look this up at in but I think the uh, I think not getting the Supermax makes you want to stay home even more because your original team can offer you the biggest contracts still Yes, because they have the ability to offer you one more year than everybody else. Mm. Five years. Wait. So if he made the All NBA team, he could get five years for two hundred and twenty-one million. Right. Not making it five years, hundred ninety-one million. So he lost thirty million dollars over he five years. Lost thirty million plus. If he leaves, he gets four-year deal. I think. I don't think he. I think only yes. home, so okay. he's losing. So your sell to him then would be in four Hold years. On one second, he's losing if he leaves seventy million dollars. Wow. So he would get what four years for one twenty? He'd get four. No, he he's he's gonna get four years for one fifty one. Around, right? Oh, because yeah, okay. So he's he's losing an extra. But here's what you would say to Clay. I think. Listen, you four years, you'll get another contract. The salary cap will be higher. You can make that money up. Sure, 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 sure. Which is why a lot of players end up leaving because it's like, look, I'm going to make the money back, whatever. Right. Now, it is, I think you would have to go to him with the ego play of, look, man, you have, have you not given enough for this fucking team? Have you not sacrificed enough? Yeah, he has. And you have the right to go get it. I just don't think he can carry. I don't know if he can carry either. I think he would. I don't think he can carry, but I think as a number two, he's one of the best ever. So that's the question, right? It's like, where does he go be number two? How many teams have the number one? How many teams have a legit number one? Have number one and cap space. How many teams just have a number one? Like, who's he going to be? He ain't going to be number two to Kemba. He ain't going to be number two to Jason so, Tatum. So the Bucks can create some cap space. They have to give up a lot. He would be a huge step up from Chris Middleton. He's a super Chris Middleton. Yeah. Right yeah. And don't get me wrong, he'd be getting a lot of buckets because you just put him on the same side of the floor as Giannis, right? Giannis going to get everybody. They come over and double. Yeah. Now you're wide open. Yeah. But he needs to be in that situation where there is a legit number one. And we're talking about Giannis. We're talking about one of the best players in the league, right? Yeah. So this is kind of scary. As great as Clay is, he can only be saddled to a black hole of a player that's just going to have the entire defense gravitating toward him so he can get his buckets. I mean, if you're the Lakers, you make it crazy. I think you push over Clay over everyone else. Yeah, because you got a LeBron. And you got your father played here, man. Your oh, yeah, there's reasons to go. There's reasons the to Clippers go. Clippers and you want to get two free agents, he's the number two guy you get. Yeah. I think if you're the Mavs and you think Luka's going to be great, which I think he's going to be really fucking good, yeah. you can say, look, man, here's a guy who can find you whenever you're open. Go play D. Go help him out. He's not the, we also got Chris Dabbs. If he's remotely healthy, we're good. Like... We're, you're not going to get all the attention. You're good. Go. I think three teams at least should make a super hard push for Clay. Super hard. Here's a question. If the Mavs have Clay, does that stunt Luka's growth? I don't think so because Clay's not. He's, the beauty of Clay as a number two, he and again, draw, yeah. I think we should talk about him as the greatest number two ever because he Whoa. doesn't demand the ball other than to catch and to shoot. Right. What do you have, like 50 points and 11 dribbles, whatever the right. fuck crazy stat it was? Like, how is that not going to help you? Hey, I'm just going to get you assists. Right. I don't need the ball. I'll guard your, the other team's best defender, and I don't need the ball that much. Just yeah. get me shots, and I'll knock them down. I guess I just wonder if like you stop seeing those step back threes from from Luca from Luca, right? You Play stop seeing you stop seeing like 
driving to the basket with the intent to score, and you start seeing him pass to Clay coming around some screen and I then pulling up. I think that's something that would work itself out. Maybe with a young player, you're, but if you're Look, LeBron, this is your dream. You said this years go ago. Go for it. The ideal sidekick for LeBron is Clay. He's go for perfect. it. He's, it. This is awesome. I, you, guys, I, you guys are saying that Clay's always going to be a number two. He has no incentive to leave then. If he's not going to a team to be that the is number true. one, no, why that is true. I think leave? you would have to say so, to him like... So let's look at it like this. This is a great point. You could... There is He's staying. Yeah. He's staying. There's like, think no of the, do it, think of the math, I can right? I that. Uh, yeah, think you, of the math. I mean, like, listen, I got talked out of this pretty quickly. Yeah, but... Like, uh, <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think yeah. he, you could make the argument he's the best number two ever simply because of how effective he is defensively. Like, how many number twos are that good? But like you said... If you know you're going to be a number two, so the only reason to leave would be to get a super max, which Golden State wouldn't offer you, right? Can't offer you now that now it's not even possible. What I heard before is if they don't offer him the super max, he's going to test the waters. But well, maybe that was just a disrespect. Or no, no, no. Like he can't get a super max yeah. because of he's not a. Uh, yeah, well, I'm saying before this happened. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, so now he's in a situation super max not available. Uh, Golden State can offer him. They can take the cap hit, and they should. Um, they can't offer him a max, which they will. Which he'll be a number two, which is great. He goes somewhere else. He's a number two. He's never going to be a number one. Why not be a number two at the place where you've won all these That's rings? True. Here's the thing: what he doesn't want to be is a number three. And what is he not going to be when KD leaves? Number three. Exactly. This is the ideal scenario. Yeah. Is he stays right the fuck where he is and is back to Splash Brothers and then NBA fans, we get to have the most exciting team in the league back. Say what you want about the and I've said everything about the Warriors. It was fun. Yep. Yeah. It was even yep. fun to hate. Yeah. But when you see balls going in baskets, it's hard to look away. Yeah. That's what we want. When you see these motherfuckers just chucking shit up and back breaking teams, it's what we want. I'm telling you. There's a reason why you got all these fair weather fans out here. There's a reason why you got girls watching the NBA now because you got these two cute light-skinned dudes (laughs) chucking up threes from 40 feet. It is cute. It's mad cute. It's adorable. If I was a girl, that's what I want to watch. Look how high the ball goes. (laughs) I don't want an aggressive-ass dunk. He could hurt his wrist. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I want to see a dude hold his hand out like he got a mani. That's that's something I can relate to as a girl. Right? Like this is, this is the best thing. Wait for it for the NBA. You break up the super team and create two more potential rivals. Rivals, but like real teams. Yeah, that's what the league wants. That's what the fans want. Who maybe doesn't want it? Golden State fans, go fuck yourself. You've been in the, the finals five straight times. And you're still going to go quite yeah. probably. And you still got a chance. I still think they're the team to beat without KD. I mean, Prob- that's what this seems to look like. Team probably. You think, you think they slap yeah. up on Toronto? Yeah, they're winning. I think they're winning. How many games do you think? I ain't going to lie. They might sweep. Nah, B. Son, they might that's sweep. That's a bold son. prediction, Ed. And that's how you make a bold prediction. No, you said what? last week Ed said some dumbass bold <laughs> prediction like, I, <laughs> I don't think it goes seven. Go no seven. matter who wins, it doesn't go seven. <sighs> Damn. You eliminate one Do you think the winning team is going to win four to seven games? <laughs> do you think that too? I think the ball is going to go in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the victorious team is going to have more points than the loser. That's probably another thing that could happen, right? How many players do you think are going to be on the court at one time? I don't know. I'll tell you. Know. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. Who can't win. Yeah. Milwaukee. Yo. 
Bold, son. That yeah. is bold, Bruh, son. I just don't think Milwaukee can win anymore, Hey, man. you know what I think is going to happen? I think if, if if players get fouled in the act of shooting, they might make <laughs> they might shoot some free throws, bro. I think that might happen out here, dude. That is a realistic scenario. <laughs> for real. No, yeah. for real. And I got a, I got a sneaky suspicion. It might be four quarters to these games, Holy bro. Holy shit, dog. Yeah. You think potential overtime. Four. I think they're going to play all four. You think both teams play all four so, quarters. I know it's crazy to say, but if I had money and I had to put my money down, I would say they're going to be minimum four quarters, bro. Oh, shit, dog. Yo, hey, shit. Hey, y'all want to know some crazy shit? I got a feeling when they dribble on the ball, they only going to use one hand at a time. <laughs> I really think they going to oh use God, one hand at a time, bro. Oh, fuck. It's nuts out here, ain't oh, it? Oh, bruh. Holy shit. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Tim, and then I'm paid. Hey. <laughs> that's what's up. But that's that's I, a I, real I'm going to still say Warriors and four. Warriors and four. You think it's a sweep? I don't think so, well, y'all. I think y'all are tripping. Y'all. I think y'all are tripping on some shit. Yo, I had a crazy thought earlier today, man. Hmm. Um, because I was talking to my boy, and you know, a lot of shit is going right for my boy, right? And uh, unlike you, shit is going all wrong. Oh, well. <laughs> shit couldn't be going more wrong. Every shit hits a detour. <laughs> <laughs> turn left. <laughs> Please turn left. Uh. And I was like, yo, the assumption is that karma is a way to, like, make people obedient, right? Like, that's the the Western assumption of karma, right? That karma operates in the same way that heaven operates, mm-hmm. right? A, you better do good because if not, karma's going to come get you. I think right. that's how Westerners understand the idea of karma, right? But what if karma was invented the inception was a way to handle the good things that happen in your life. What if here you are, this person is succeeding around so much suffering and it's a way of processing and enjoying that success amongst all these people who are not being successful without having that success be ruined by guilt. What if it's a way of going, Hey, yeah, maybe I did something really good to deserve this. Therefore, I can enjoy it instead of going, oh, my God, you're living such a hard life. You're living such a hard life. I can see both lines of thinking because back in the day, I could see the one dude who's successful in the millions dying. Dying around be him. Be like, yo, we need. I got to think of something so I don't feel so feel fucking like guilty. But I must have earned this somehow. Hey, last life. <laughs> I was the man because he knew this life you ain't, <laughs> you know. And I could also see a bunch of people being like, yo, um, we don't got shit. This guy got everything. How do we incentivize him to give us something? Yes. So I can see either. I'm going to name drop now, but uh, it, just because it is very poignant, uh, I, I had the coolest experience ever hanging out with Bill Burr last night at, oh, the, at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. And and, and he was randomly talking about karma because there's this interview he did with Barry Katz, who was this like notorious like yeah. manager, but piece of shit, like stole from everybody. Right. Like hilarious. And, and he did his podcast, yeah. Barry Katz podcast, and apparently he just scorches Barry Katz <laughs> to his face. I need to hear this. Dude, I got to go I was listen. just complaining about the Barry Katz podcast two weeks ago. Son. And when when Burr gets in the zone, oh, he locks in. Man. It's Jordan. It's yeah. just like everything's dropping. It's Steph, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like comedically, he has a bit. So he was telling this story. He goes, uh, he's a, he's like he's like, yeah, I believe in karma. Is he comedian Clay Thompson? 
Underrated, <laughs> dude. Underrated, but knockdown. But when he and when he gets when he's on fire, it's, Cannot, there's not, nothing does like not miss. it. Does not yeah. miss. Does not nah, miss. But he definitely has his own team though. Oh, yeah, he can carry. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's an alpha. Yeah, he's Steph. Yeah, he's yeah. Steph. Okay. So it's like, um, or Reggie. Oh mm. shit! You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. he'll you know, go like, at Jordan. Yeah, he'll go at Jordan's neck. Yeah. So it's like, uh, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, he goes. Yeah, here's the, you know, I believe in karma, but uh, I think it only works if you believe in it. <laughs> I'm like, what do you? Mean? He's like, because this guy Barry Katz, he just doesn't believe in it, so he's a piece of shit, and it works out. <laughs> 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 just, the guy was so notoriously awful, oh, dude. Fuck. He kept going over thing after thing. How we would fuck over comics. He would do this thing where he'd book a, a college gig, right, yeah. for like ten grand. Oh no, he was doing this for years with Chappelle. He would book Chappelle to play at a college when he knew Chappelle wasn't able to play the college because he was doing an acting gig. And then the day before, or sometimes the day of, he'd call the college and be like, Chappelle can't make it. Wow. And then he'd call up Bill Burr, Bobby Kelly, or these guys like, hey, I got 300 bucks for you if you want to do a college. Wow. Right? So the only reason they found out that he was keeping the other like $10,000 for the gig is because sometimes the college kid would fuck up and give him an envelope with a check, and they'd open the check, and they'd be like, 15 grand wow we're getting 500 bucks fuck and they'd be like how much are you getting 500 so they'd be like dude and then, and this is a perfect example of Barrett so they'd be like what's up with this 15,000 check we're only getting 500 and then Barrett Getz would just be like <laughs> alright you got me I'll give you an extra 700 <laughs> like, he just had no he was like even in the interview when I'm ro like just roasting and leaving in he's just kind of laughing along with it and then as somebody's laughing you're like hey, I guess it's not that big a deal <laughs> wait he's saying this to the guy's face to his face holy in shit in the interview oh that's I gotta see this that's bro, crazy it, bro, I don't give a fuck dog <laughs> oh you don't care you don't care and just like going at him relentlessly going at it because the guy stole from everybody Barry Katz how is this he manager. still like so he had in it from what they were explaining to me, he had an amazing amount of real estate within the comedy business. So he was a manager, a booking agent. So he was double dipping on clients, right? Mm -hmm. So he'd get your his 10% deal as a manager. And then it was college booking. So you pay college bookers 20%. So he's taking 30% off of college, you know, um, manager, booking agent. And then I think he also had a production company or something like that. And then he had all these like one-nighter gigs up in New England and he had a fucking comedy club, the Boston Comedy Club. I thought it was, was his. his. Yes. Fuck. So like, if you're a comic, especially in the New York area, you're like, yeah. well, if I want to work, I gotta... You gotta go to Barry. I can't ruffle the feathers. Yeah. You know? And, but it was amazing to hear these comics say the fucking dirtbag things that this guy... And I said, like, how did nobody punch this guy in the face? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's like, it was close. <laughs> It was very close. A lot of people were very close, but he just kind of smiled his way out of it. Wow. And now he's having this resurgence with this podcast. I can't handle listening to the podcast. I fucking hate his voice. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just so like smarmy. Who'd you try to listen to? I tried to listen to the Russell Peters interview. Oh, okay. And then off jump, he's saying like, I saw you with a torgasm. You were there and Dane was there. And, and I said, this guy's going to be the next star. And I was like, he didn't say shit. Why didn't you sign him if you thought he was going to be so fucking big? <laughs> fucking loser I'm so irritated I just turned it off I was like I can't handle this bullshit I never listened what's up with Russell what's he up to now um I don't I opened for him like a year ago right and he was engaged at the time and now he's not hey. so I don't know hey. but Russell somebody I have the utmost respect for I haven't heard anything but good things about him as a dude to comics like if you're with if you're a comic and you're opening for Russell 
and you don't have like a like he'll just buy you like a laptop or a cell phone if you don't have a good cell phone. Just right. Like, Yo, just take the go to the Apple Store, give him my name, you're good. Right. Like just took care of people. Yeah. Do you think he's managing his money well? I don't know. I remember after the show, he took like, like Melly Mel was there. Like he's like loves old school hip hop. You know, yeah. Russell's a DJ. Yeah, yeah. So like Melly Mel came through, somebody else came through, some old school hip hop dude. I don't remember which one, but like we all went to a bar afterward. He took the whole Caroline staff, paid for everybody's stuff, I assume. But he seems like he's still doing all right. Like, yeah. I asked him about that clip um, and I said like, I don't remember what I asked him. This is a year and a half ago now, but I was yeah. just like, what was that like? Whatever. And then he said, it's crazy. That one clip made me millions and millions and millions and millions and yeah, millions yeah, of dollars. Yeah. It was a nice little flex from him because he doesn't like to flex super yeah, hard with yeah. me at least. Uh, but it was just cool to, I don't know, it's cool to talk about, about it a little bit. It's just interesting when you think about like money. Like I was talking to, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine and we were talking about like freedom and like I'm at a certain point in my career. Well, we're both at these different points in his career where he is more wealthy than me, but he still has a, a boss. Right. Right. He still has somebody that he has to do his job or else he could potentially get fired. And there are certain protections that he has, et cetera. He likes his job? Loves his job. And you know him. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, and like I'm in this situation where, you know, I'm not making as much as him, but I'm very comfortable. But I also don't have a direct boss. Like, I, you know, I was saying to Alex, really what we are is we're like farmers. Yeah. Right? Like every bit of content we put out, that's seeds that we're planting, yeah. and then hopefully this the grows. Tour is the harvest. The tour is the harvest, right? Yeah. And, and and these different things, right? But like even the podcast, right? We're, yeah. we're harvesting, we're getting ads now, we're doing these things at Patreon and, and you know, all, the, yeah. all this stuff. But it's like we're really sowing these seeds and then you know recouping what we put out but it's up to us to put it out and yeah. hopefully we have a connection so you guys listen in and then you know you guys spread the word and fuck with us and uh, there is a freedom that comes from that but there's Absolutely. another level of freedom yeah the next level of freedom is and it's true freedom is financial security meaning what is your nut you need to hit say it's 20 grand a month after taxes, whatever. That's true, true freedom. That's you can do whatever you truly want to do in your life. Yeah. You do the jobs you want to do. I'm very fortunate that I was able to create jobs out of the things I love. Right. And I don't want to do anything that I don't love right. doing. Right. But there's a version of that freedom, right? And it's a freedom that rich kids have, the kids that have grow up wealthy, that they and the the the, the weird dynamic of life, like how com confusing life is, is oftentimes the people that have things did not earn them, so they cannot appreciate them. Yeah. So these kids who actually have true freedom because they're financially set never value it. Yeah. Because they never yeah. understood what sacrifice it takes yeah. to get there. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about like, how do you get to true, true freedom? What is what is the best way? Right. And it's obviously you can make a whole bunch of money. Financial freedom. Well, I think true, true freedom requires it. Fuck true. you. All my business friends call it fuck you money. Yeah. Fuck you money. Great. To me, three million in, in three million Locked in an away. account. Yeah. It's that you can you. just make money off safe investments. Right. Five percent. It's a pretty safe return. Right. I think the stock market average is eight. Six hundred thousand so dollars. That. Yeah. No, one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. One hundred fifty thousand yeah, yeah. dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. You can live off of that 
And then any money, I, any job you give me, if I don't want it, I'm good. I have my money to live. Right. With. Fuck so you. Fuck you. I don't need your money. That's money. And then you can do whatever you want to do. Like You don't have to worry about being censored. You don't have to worry about anybody saying yeah. anything, anybody taking what you have, you know? Because um, even if they take what you have, you still have. Right. Right? So we were talking about ways to do this. And for some people, probably listening right now, the idea of just having $3 million is like, what do you talk? I make- yeah. 50 grand a year how do i get three million dollars you know and there's another way i think to get there and it is backing into your nut right so let's say your nut is 10 grand a month Mm -hmm. right you can have passive income back you in yeah Right, so you can have. Let's say you found a way to buy a house, and now you're Airbnb it or you're renting yeah. it. And let's say you have, um, you know, your wife also has a situation like that, or you know, let's say you guys do, you know, some online content where you're getting these different things. You just got to get to that ten grand. Yeah. Right. Um, via passive income. What if you only get to five? Okay, but now you're only five grand in the hole every month. That's different. That's right. part time. Yeah. Or whatever it is. So side hustles are very important. And what happens is you can get to a point in passive income where you just need a side hustle for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? So I guess we were, what we were trying to do is break down this task and make it less, you less know, big. less big. And he told me about this thing. I got to get the right thing, but it's this like investment uh, app. And these people, what they've done is they've done all the math, right? And you choose the amount of risk you want to take. Something like Made Simple or some shit okay. like that. There's a few of these. Yes, but what they do is they- My best friend works for one of those companies, but I forget which one. We got to talk to him. Yeah. We got to talk to him because, Al, you farted? I did. All right. So we got to, <laughs> we got to talk, my nose sound like that no more. We got, <laughs> we got to talk to him. And because what it is, is I'm a fucking idiot. I just keep money in my fucking bank account because I have this. Yeah, like, everybody's been telling you this. I know I'm financially illiterate because I have this broke person mentality, right? Like, which is just like I bought my apartment because my parents bought real estate, but they didn't. They weren't financially illiterate. They didn't know about stocks or yeah, anything. Yeah, but you like, that. like stumbled into a really good investment. I did, but the only reason I went to buy it is because my parents had one. If my parents didn't have it, then I wouldn't have. I just right. you know. But my boy was explaining to me. He's like, dude, if you just put fifty grand away, and you're making ten percent on that in this program, it's like think about that. For the last eight years, you could have done that. Yeah. I mean, 10% is high, but yeah, just for math's sake, that's five grand a year. Exponentially grown because yeah. you're adding to it. It's like- Oh, there's a book. Um, <laughs> it's written by an Indian dude, so I have no problem plugging it. It's called, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. If you're in your 20s, you have to get this book. If you're in your 30s, I've read it at 33 and then almost went broke at 34, so I couldn't invest anything. But- uh, it is a good book to read and it will just teach you basics of money. And like, this is how you save for retirement. I will teach you to be Yo, rich. That's what we need to do in this podcast. I feel like on some level, not only like financial, we just need to teach, you know, optimization. You know, we talk about like all the companies we want to be involved in. We want your balls to be full, your dick right. to be hard, all that kind of shit. But like, we need to do simple shit because motherfuckers is eating steak well done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are still people out here eating steak well done. Let me well just say done. that pisses me off, yo. Yo, but Alex, quiet, because he used to eat it like that. Do you? Yeah, used to. Used to. No, but so Before think about he met it. white people. But 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 <laughs> real talk is like there are people out listening right now. They're like, wait, you're not supposed to eat it well done. Yep. Right. So like on some level, we got a little responsibility to be to be dropping jewels. I'm just saying, you show up to a business meeting, right? 
yeah. and you guys are at a steak restaurant, you order your steak well done, you're not closing that deal. Unless you sign a deal with Salmonella, <laughs> you're not closing that deal, right? Because they're going to look at you like, what the fuck is this, this guy going a on? an idiot. Yeah, like, so, the and now, I know there's people listening right now that are like, I don't get it. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. You can have your steak however you want to have it, but there are little cultural implications, right? Yeah. Rich people also, in particular, have a specific set of rules that they use to judge you because that's- That's how they keep their class structure. Yeah, that's their that's their shitty way of thinking, but mm. it is their shitty way of thinking. So, mm. like, code switch on them. Like, mm. all right, I'm at this restaurant with this old white dude. I'm going to get a steak medium or medium rare or whatever. So, medium. we got to do that. We got to, like, think of fun. Like, it could be funny ones, too. But it's like a lesson that we teach, like yeah. how to tip. Like there's motherfuckers listening that don't know how to tip. And the tipping system is idiotic. We've talked about this at length. Oh, absolutely. Twenty percent of just, total bills just it fucking infuriates it's me. Absurd. I was thinking about it. I swear I was thinking about it this weekend. Why? I don't even know. It just randomly pissed me off. You so like, Indian. I know, right? <laughs> you right? so Indian, how you, fam. How I just Life going so. well. Everything good. Well, about to be the NBA Finals. This guy has one moment of clarity. That's why they need to meditate, son. They were just pissed off about tipping. That's what it was. That's where fucking Hinduism started. Yo, some waiter was like, oh, grade, so you're not going to leave 20%? They're it, like, ooh, I need to pray. Yeah. I need to pray before I kill this motherfucker. Yo, in eighth grade, I lost $10, and I literally could not sleep the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night at like 2 a.m. and I couldn't fall back asleep. I was thinking about this $10 so much, man. That shit ate away at me. I, I got up early, went to school early, and looked in the place. I walked into an all-teachers meeting to the classroom where I thought I lost my $10. I was like, guys, I'm sorry, but I got to see if it's in here. <laughs> it ate away. You got to find that $10? No, man. That's just still following That's just still following him to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I you know every time I, I lose, lost money, dog. So you know how often I lose ten dollars, son. How often? Son. You know how often I just buy some shit that don't fit and I'm like, all right, I guess I got some shit that don't fit. <laughs> like, like I don't even be returning shit, bro. It's oh, fucked man. up. Yo, I actually done that a couple times too, which is an odd juxtaposition with me or whatever, but like I'd be fucking I'd be I remember every time I lost actual cash. That shit, every time I think about it, I'm like, God damn. I remember one time I found 40 and lost 15 and still bothered me that I could have made. <laughs> I could <laughs> My net profit is affected. <laughs> <laughs> my net profit, son. son. just think about this. No, no. Think about how, how much he's emotionally affected by losing money, right? And now imagine last year as he was going broke. <laughs> For a whole year, son. Oh How God. you still got hair on your head? That was not fun. Bro. I got grays out of it. Grays <laughs> in my beard. <laughs> Fucking out here looking like Donnell Rawlings. Shit. How did oh, he not uh, get a hemorrhoid last year? <laughs> yeah, real talk. Shit. How'd that stress not give you hemmers? I don't know, dog. <laughs> I avoided the hammer. Damn, you know, y'all need some hemis. That was rough, though. Yeah, that was rough. So, yeah, so we got to figure out yeah. shit. We got to come, like, once a week. As we learn shit, we should, you know, yeah. pass, pass And it as off, we learn that there are people that don't know about shit. Like, like, real talk, I learn more about, like, cleaning my ass from hanging out with you. Yeah. And your legs. Oh, yeah, and my legs. Like, just not cleaning my... So, so here's the thing. We should tell them. We, stare, we stay at black Airbnbs when we're on the road. 
That's the sub support black businesses. We support black businesses. We call them air R and B's, right? <laughs> and we and so so <laughs> so we stay in our air R and B's, right? <laughs> son, son. Yo, you gotta stay in black air R and B's, bro. Air R and B's, son. So we in the air R and B, bro. They don't. Smooth living Let me tell you something You know how like White people be having Airbnbs as like a business Yeah Black people still living In their air R&Bs bro <laughs> They they, they didn't even Move the crib so. There was a crib With a baby They left the baby <laughs> With us The baby's the there So we babysat The whole weekend <laughs> Yo, know, the guy was like, "Yo, I'll be right back. Just watch little JJ for us." And we we're like, "All right, I guess." And then he like never Dude, came back in true black man Dude fashion. Dude probably legit left five minutes before we got there. Hundred percent. One his of his towels laptop was, wet. was still plugged. His laptop was plugged in. One of the towels was wet. He yo, put some pictures but, up of black women yo. so it looked like we weren't going to fuck up the place because it'd be disrespectful to black women. But you know, it was just him in there. So the craziest thing that happened, and we didn't even acknowledge this when we left. So checkout was at twelve. Yeah. Dude just walked in at 11.30. First time black person been early. <laughs> like, but like he, did, he, he didn't knock. Nah. He just walked in. It's his place, so whatever. But we're still, Not whatever, in, though. We're still there. Yeah. And then he saw that we're there. He Kicked walked it. in and just started kicking, kicking it. Kicking it with us. That's fucking funny, dog. phone in, laptop yeah, in. Like, like, no, like, oh, God, you need a little what? Like, nah, I'm home now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, that was the weirdest shit. That bro. shit, well, yeah, it got intimate. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you yeah, were just so, so that's, friendly. So that's <laughs> another thing we were learning, just about like washing your legs in the shower. Apparently, white people don't wash their legs in the shower, which is kind of true. Depends on how I feel. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm hit and miss with that. You're white too, bro. I don't know. Yo, how do you not wash right? your legs? Right, it's far. It's just listen. Soap, it's far. Real talk, and I remember Duval had a meme about this. Soap, real talk, armpits, nuts. And the rest is like if I'm if I'm feeling energetic that day, if we got it. Wait, but yeah. You just said only and armpits and nuts. And ass. No, armpits, nuts, ass. I can't bend over now with my hemorrhoid because my asshole pokes out. All right. Uh, but like Yeah, I mean wow. the rest of the water got yeah, that. Dirty. Why yeah, I let the suds drip down. But that's a white thing. So now that we know that we're coming across. Yeah. Like Edin, you shower in a river. So what <laughs> Like, <laughs> so like, what is that experience like when you're at the mouth of a river and you're rubbing stones against your dry skin to get it well, out? He's not showering; he's just swimming across. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a freedom swim. I made it! I made it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that one got me off guard. <laughs> Son, it's true, bro. Yo, so do y'all use washcloths or y'all just do straight up soap? Son, black air R&Bs. <laughs> Mad washcloths, mad washcloths, wash son. More than the hotel. You know how yeah, the hotel oh, yeah. got like a bunch of different size washcloths. Yeah. Black R&B, right there, <laughs> oh, right yeah. next to it. It's oh, big yeah. towel washcloth. Alex was using them shits. They were all cool. wet. Yep, I ain't using. <laughs> I went of them. through three <laughs> in three days. <laughs> That poor man got to wash your washcloths that's been on your ass. Son, I can't believe y'all just y'all don't wash your legs. So your you your pants don't like stick to you and you shit. You don't understand. Like your legs, it's so it's little so quick soap. To clean. Yeah, like it's 
you basically watching a a, a, a flamingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing for you. You just do that shit. I think you could detach your legs. You got legs. You really got. You got removable legs, Alex. So you just detach, wash them, like and got bent over. Head. Real yeah. talk. Quick That's what you built like. <laughs> you built like an angry bird. <laughs> You feel like an ostrich. ostrich. <laughs> yeah, look <looking> like this. <laughs> Body like this. <laughs> Head like this. <laughs> That's a funny this ass Kevin Hart joke, fish. You know, Comedy Central cut that out of the TV airing. Like you have to watch the you have to watch the Netflix special to see the whole Kevin Hart ostrich story. These I don't know fucking what the fuck idiots. These fucking idiots. <sighs> Anyway, um, we should probably wrap it up, man. Unless there's something else you really want to uh, hit. Yeah, sure. Motherfucker, Jesus Christ! Doug. What happened? Oh, yeah. What happened? Oh, Eden on it, Eden, boy, Eden. <laughs> you just say, "Fuck this He's guy." Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he made shit. <laughs> Isn't it funny though that every time he talks, be like, "Yo, what the fuck, man?" <laughs> I know that I love him, dog. It's just a funny little bit, but that was actually great. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, okay, which would you? <clears throat> okay, this is this is this is this is a dope hypothetical that we're gonna steal from ESPN since they steal so much shit from us. Facts. I saw. I think they got it from online. I saw it on like Rich's regular Twitter. I, I see these motherfuckers probably stole it from someone else. Even. Uh, okay, which would you? Which one would you rather have seen happen? Uh, MJ never retired the first time. Shaq and Kobe never split up. LeBron and Kobe faced off in the finals. Derrick Rose never got injured. Not even a question. Derrick Rose never got injured. Really? You're talking about at <clears throat> the youngest MVP in the history of the game. Mm. Unstoppable force. I would love to see what he ended up doing. I mean, this is him young. This is him at how old was he when he started getting injured? Two, something like that. Right? So he's that young starting to get injured. Imagine when he starts developing a, a consistent jumper and he has that oh, explosiveness fuck. to that basket. Like, yeah. You're looking at one of the best ever. The guy was MVP at 20. What? He might be. 22, I think he was MVP. 22. 23, I think he got hurt. Like, dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it. Because all the other ones are just like, I, I kind of like that Kobe, like, MJ, I mean Kobe, LeBron, LeBron. face-up. Because the, the top two are just, you just want to see people win more. This is, this, yeah. this is the only one that really shakes the course of yeah, NBA yeah. history. Like, MJ, let's say he keeps playing or he doesn't, he's still going to be the GOAT. These guys never split up. Okay, maybe they win a couple more rings, but Kobe ended up doing it, and so does Shaq. Like, mm. I think it's better for Kobe they did split up. Of course, 100% better oh, for yeah. Kobe's legacy if they did split up. But this one right here mm-hmm. changes like every other discussion surrounding the Bulls, Derrick Rose, point guards. I mean, oh, bro. Like, this one right here fucks with Iverson's legacy. Word. Yeah. Like Derrick Rose ends up having that type of career, maybe even sneaks out a ring. That's Iver- that now you're talking Iverson and territory. And I know he loves Tibbs, and Tibbs made him a better player. But I think you also got to blame Tibbs for the injury. I think 45 minutes a game ain't good for anybody. Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent. And on some level, I think maybe that's why Tibbs resigned him. Oh, maybe. Tibbs like, I got to give him an opportunity. I got to do this right. I got to do the right thing. Maybe I'm gonna sign you when nobody wants you. That's a good. That's another good discussion, which is like, what happens with Derrick Rose next year? Yeah, he had a great season. Yeah, I think he wants to just stay with Tibbs. As long as Tibbs is in Minnesota, he's gonna stay with him. He Tibbs loves is out Tibbs. though. Tibbs is out. Yeah, they fired Tibbs. They got a new coach. I completely forgot. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, he de- he. 
demonstrated skill. He demonstrated yeah. he could stay healthy. Like, yeah. yeah, he dribbles the ball a lot, but he could definitely be on a New Orleans or be on one of these teams that's like... A championship team that needs a bench? That's your guy. Ew. Mm. And no ego. So ne- so that's a different discussion. I was like, does he start on a team that is shitty, or does he come off the bench on a team... I think if you're him, you want to come off a bench of a team that's good, right? That's the one thing you haven't really... Since your MVP oh. season. Okay, this is wild. Maybe this is just me being self, you know, a little bit indulgent here. If you're the Clippers, do you make a move and then have him your bench be and dude you and gotta. real talk? I put them in at the same time. I go six and seven. You guys go in there and terrorize the B defense. Right. The second they sub in their B yeah. defense, I go, give them Lou, give them Derek. What you going to do? And then just go, hey, Derek, Lou, go ham. Back and forth possessions. Bro, just I go like nut. I like it. I like it. And you, you got to get a max guy to make that Clippers team work. Yes. But, but still, like that would be, and Doc is going to respect, you know, yep. he's going to respect Doc. Doc's going to respect him. Yep. Dude, that would be a fun I'm, you're there for the second quarter. Like you're showing up to the game was just when these guys go relentless yes. crossover. It's M one. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. That's the number one. Never got injured. I would like to have seen the Kobe Lakers and the Miami Lebron. I would like to have seen that. You want it more than than uh, more. Derek? No, 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 not more. Derek Rose number one. That's number two. Miami Lebron. Wait, when my when Lebron was on the Heat. Oh, like he went up against Kobe. Go, go against Kobe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because Kobe would have relished yeah. that. So so here's – all right, maybe – look, we're always, we're always coming up with good stuff towards the end. So here's an interesting um, conversation, right? There's all these there's all these NBA players, right? For the first time, they're going to the promised land. Mm-hmm. And they've dedicated their entire lives to this moment. Right. Right? To winning this, this goal, right? right. You, you know, there's <clears throat> little goals on the way. Like making it to the NBA was a little goal, but – Prior to making it, it was always, I'd love to win an NBA championship because yeah. that's the pinnacle of your existence right. as a player, right? So in these moments, where are you in terms of the hurricane, right? If the hurricane is the moment, right? If a hurricane yeah. is this approaching thing, right? Are you... Very few are at the eye. Very few are at the eye of the storm, and I'm Who's not saying an I eye guy. Who's an eye Steph guy? Steph is kind of an eye guy, maybe. Steph is an Even eye. Even though guy. maybe that's revisionist history. Kobe's an eye guy. Kobe's an eye guy. Le- Michael was an eye guy. More Michael's than anybody an in history in our lifetimes, yeah. those were the eye guys. Larry Bird seemed like an eye guy. Larry Bird, eye guy. Magic eye guy. So, and then what? Can you prepare your child to be an eye guy? Can you prepare? I mean, if you read the Tiger Woods book, I should just give it to you and let you read. It's just great. This is the one where it's that's trained, what, yeah. yeah, that's what his dad did. He prepared him his entire life to be an eye guy. And it worked. How? I mean, he was like horrendous. Like as Tiger was on his backswing, he would like heckle him, like call him the N word. Like you are unflappable. I'm going to make it to where nothing distracts you from winning. You are going to be the toughest son of a bitch on earth. And then they had a word. He was like, "If you ever say enough, I'll stop." Tiger never said enough. Tiger refused to ever say to his dad enough. His dad would just get meaner and meaner and meaner, crueler and crueler and crueler. And he said to his Tiger, "Look, if you ever want me to stop." Stupid ass wife thought that her little nagging <laughs> with a golf club was gonna do shit. <laughs> just chasing with a golf club. You thought you think I'm gonna say enough now, bitch? <laughs> bitch, bitch. You think a little a little four iron is gonna stop me, bitch? 
<laughs> bitch, I got a navigator. I'm uh, driving a navigator. You work on your backswing, bitch. Bitch, we can send you back to Norway. I can't send my dad away from being my dad. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. You ain't doing nothing. But but that's an interesting thing. So you think it's possible to build the constitution of an eye at a hurricane Yeah, plan. I think so. I mean, it doesn't always work. And I remember we asked Roy Jones Jr. about that, and he was like, look, yeah. I was. I think what he said was, I was tough enough to handle that. He Not said, a lot of kids are. He said Joe Jackson got treated. No, he said Tito got treated the same as Mike, uh-huh, but he didn't become Mike. Yeah, yeah. And and then he said like certain guys just weren't treated that hard, and then they ended up getting there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough. And thing. I think he felt like he didn't need to be treated that way. Yes, I think that was his way of saying I would have rather like yeah. a cool relationship with yeah. my pops than like. And Tiger probably would have been great regardless, but I do think that was like an extra. Yeah, from what I've read in this book, that yeah. was an extra. Like he is unflappable in big moments because yes. it's like you cannot do worse to me than yes. what's already been done. I have to lean into those moments. I've noticed it's a choice to. I have to make. Interesting. Like I have to turn the the nerves to excitement. I have to. Yeah, and then I can lock in. But it's it is a decision because I can be watching a fight that I'm not. You know that I'm not in. Obviously, I'm just invested in the fighters, and I can be like so on my anxiety, nerves, etc. Right. And then, but then there can be a moment like with like doing Rogan, which was like to me the biggest thing. Right. And I mean, Alex, what would you say? I would say I was pretty locked in. Yeah, I remember before. I actually were nervous and shit. Like you kind of seemed like you were just in the zone. You yeah, were ready. I for felt it. in the eye. I, I feel was, uh, the seizure moment was another one. Like yeah. you were kind of like, oh shit, what's going on? Like you were concerned with the girl, you were there, yeah. And then something just clicked, and you're like, oh shit, no one's on stage, and you just that's interesting. That you music know what? Just started playing in your head, and it's like, dun, dun, I was dun, in the dun, eye, dun, 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 dun. yeah. <laughs> and it's up. no, that is that interesting. Shit was amazing, what you <laughs> like, not to suck your dick, but that shit was amazing, bro. But no, but you know what? It, there's an interesting thing about it, which is like, maybe I'm more anxious with other people's stuff. Like, I would be more anxious. Like, let's say you're taping your special. Yeah. I would be more anxious for you because I couldn't control right, right, right. the environment. Yeah. And I wonder, like, with children, like, but with me, if it's for me, like, the, the what's it called thing? The, the, the seizure. The seizure shit. It was so interesting. I wasn't nervous. It felt like the right thing to do. Right. And it was the eye. And there, there was a hurricane going on. So that yeah. shit could have went horrible. Horrible. But it just felt right. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe when like things are meant for you to do, you just do them. But it is so nerve wracking when someone else is doing them because you're invested in that person. Like, I'm going to want you to do great, but I can't do great for you. The more people are nervous for me, the more nervous I get, the more I hate it. I'm like, yo, I just want to be in a room by myself. I don't want. Right. Because I'm dealing with my nerves. I also think people can get closer to center. I think uh, some people can't, but like I think Kobe early on wanted to be an eye guy, wasn't quite an eye guy. I remember he airballed two shots against the Jazz in the playoffs or something like that. But then as you get more used to it, you're like, oh, this is the hurricane. I want to be at the center. I'll get there. This is the center. Everything's fine. I've been you here. Build before. towards it. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it is kind of born. But yeah, I, I always notice when people are nervous for me, I'm like, oh, stop. I don't want that. Like, yeah, it's too much let pressure. Me, let me deal with this. On That's my own. why it's often, you don't want, like, at least for me, like my parents or like close friends Never at shows. Hate them at shows. Because it's an, it's like, I know that this, 
I know you're concerned for me. Yes, man, I don't want that. And I don't want that. And I, I'm not <laughs> calm like in the storm guy, whatever, but yeah. I know the worst thing for me is when everybody else gives a fuck. Then I'm like, yo, I don't right. need that. Let I'll handle this. Because I got this, and then if it's something happens, it's I'm okay me. with that. Yeah. But I'm also like creating this environment. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm okay with it, but like yeah. I extra don't want now you're let down. Now I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Yes, you and came. You and don't now. understand the dynamic that's happening here. Yeah. Like you don't understand. Like yes, I know this joke does that, and it happens fifty percent of the time, and I'm working on making it happen zero percent. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now it's a fifty-fifty. Right. You're just like, oh boy, that joke really doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. It's like nah, you don't get it just right. yet. You yeah. know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's fascinating. Like it's it's something that can be built. And what a tricky thing with being a parent. Like, I bet there's people listening right now that you have kids and, like, you're making these tough decisions on how to raise them. And it's like, how far do you push your kid to prepare him for the eye? Like, is it worth sacrificing your relationship with your kid? I think no. Emphatic no. Right? Because we can't. Matter of fact, you said this to me. We're talking about the mom's relationship with the son versus the dad's. Right. And you're like, I think that, or with any kid, I think the dad's relationship is more important. Right. Until a certain age. I think dad's like is like meaningless until like in like until you're like 13. I think, yeah, in terms of how you turn out as a man or woman. Yeah. I think it's more important your relationship with your dad. That has a bigger impact on it. Yes. For both male and females. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But it's especially true. as you get older, because it's uncon- it's not unconditional. Your mother's love is unconditional. Yeah. And we know that. And we take advantage of unconditional. Your mom will forgive you for whatever you do. Yeah. I think I'm. And I think to you that. You never see a dad pick up their kid in jail. <laughs> Right? You watch all those jail shows. It's never the dad like, ah, so great to see you, Todd. Yeah. It's the mom. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, how often does the dad just go, you're cut off. You're you're out of this family. You're Because we're more objective, right? The baby doesn't come out of us. Yeah. You know, but that motherly love, which is valuable. It's so important. Right. You know, this is, this is, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, This was a good debate because I'm more leaning towards the side of pushing them. Like, pushing them even, even risking the relationship so, fucking up because look all right me as an adult now yep. if my dad pushed me to yep. be great i can appreciate it now well, our relationship might have been fucked up but i think as an adult right. in retrospect i'd be like yo i see what you were doing i didn't right. get it in the moment but if you don't push them you never know their full potential right. like i think part of the reason why you're so good is like you you talk about how your parents uh pushed you to be confident and they always wanted to hear what you had to say. Yeah, but they so didn't push me. They were so, they coddled. No, but I mean, like, they were encouraging. Right, right, right. You right. They were very involved. So it's like now you're yeah. in during a profession where you talk all the time. Right. And so it's like you they curated that. 100%. Without so, even knowing they built that, yeah, they so set, I, they planned the I'm seed. I'm going to probably push as much as I could. I won't, because, you know, if you have a Jordan or a Serena Williams or something right. like that, it's like, at the end of the day, they're gonna. They all have good relationships with their parents as they got older. It might have been rough. It's a risk. The, yeah, Tiger it's a risk. Fucked with his dad. Roy Jones seemed fucked with his dad. Yeah, there, no, there are it's people a, where it doesn't risk. work. Jordan didn't seem like he got pushed a ton. So that's the thing. I think in some of us, I think I have a relentless competitiveness. Yeah, I right? think it has to be in you. And I think that you're born with that. I think some people are born that some aren't. But I think that if you're not, you can push. Yeah. And get manifest it like get his clothes like you know some people are have natural like ability athletic ability and then some people got to work for it mm-hmm. but oftentimes the people who work for it end up being more effective right yeah like 
Tim Duncan was not the most athletic right. player, but he got the fundamentals down in the game. He was one of the most right. you know, effective guys, etc. It's just an interesting balance. It's like how much of your relationship with your kid will you sacrifice so that they can be safe in the world and mm-hmm. succeed in the world? Whoa. Yeah, because like, think about it. Tiger moms, not to be stereotypical, but Fam, look Asians at are fucking killing it. Ask, ask Indians. Asians are killing it in America, and their parents don't accept anything less than an A. Well, ask so Akash. I don't. Well, yeah. Um, hold on. What's this? It's John Morant signing a deal with Nike. But go on. Okay. Um, I don't. Well, here's what I was gonna bring up. Uh, I don't know if this seems like it applies, but I do think it applies. I I I always remember this study that said that parents that praise their kids for achievement don't. Those kids don't do as well as the parents who praise their kids for hard work. Like, if parents are always like, yo, you work so hard, man, great for you. You work so hard, great for you. Those kids tend to do better than the ones who were like, oh, you got straight A's? Oh, you got this first place trophy? Oh, you got this? That's interesting. And mm. I was always rewarded for hard work. Yep. And I'm not... Regardless of outcome. Yeah, and I'm not naturally yes. the mm. academic achievement kid. I wasn't, but it's like, okay, fine. Well, I can fucking outwork all of you. Let's go. Like, you won't yes. stop me from working. And that's the thing I feel good about internally when I'm working hard. Because it's something... Oh, that's it. You have to... I mean, look at all of us. None of us have kids. We're talking about parenting. (laughs) But (laughs) you have to reward something that is in their control. They cannot control outcome. Yeah. If, if, If you're saying that your kid played horribly because he didn't win... Right, it's not rewarding losing, but if he played hard because he didn't win, his whole life will be based on this structure of win and lose. And yeah. often, he might avoid the big challenges yeah. because those challenges come with potential loss. Right. But if hard work is what is rewarded, right, a relentless attitude will be applied to whatever that whatever you do because you understand that is the key to success. And then you won't be afraid of those big challenges because when you don't when you don't achieve them, you go, well, I guess I got to work a little harder. Yeah. There's always more that can be done. And watching, like, I got little brothers, little sisters, whatever. My little uh, cousin, he's two years younger than me, but he, like, runs marathons. He finishes, like, at a pretty good clip. He's a fast runner. But the thing I always am impressed by, and I'm saying it'd probably be easier to praise your kids for this, is, like, his discipline is insane. Every macronutrient that he eats before the race is measured out perfectly. Right. He runs, you know, like, it's incredibly disciplined, and that's what I'm always like, yo, man, fuck. That's the thing I marvel at. And I assume when I have kids, if my kid is... Not really working hard and getting straight A's. I'm going to be impressed, but I'm going to be proud of my kid when I see him busting his ass, even if he gets a B or two. I'm going to be like, yo, I saw you put in work, and I promise that will pay off. I'm proud of that. Mm. I'm impressed by straight A's if you don't work. I might have a genius, but like, I'm proud of the hard work. Yeah. That's the thing that's easier for me to praise, just off like pride. Like, yeah, yo, good for you, you man. No clue how hard the test is, what the competition yeah. is. It's a stupid thing to reward. It's right. just the A's. But what yeah. if he's working super hard for a D? Hey man, maybe this is not for you, but you keep working. Yeah, something will work out. This is the this is that the beauty of America. Applied to some other shit, mm-hmm. will be an A in the other shit. This is the privilege of America, and I'm yeah. not even saying this in a condescending way. I'm saying this is how we're blessed. Yeah, if you work your ass off, you might not be super rich, but you will be okay. Right, you will be fine. You will be comfortable. You could hit middle here. Yeah, but yeah. devil's advocate. What if you're teaching your kid to be okay with failing? Like, oh, I work I hard. I want my kid, real talk, what? I encourage my kids to fail. Yes. If you're not failing, no, no, you're not no, trying no. hard enough. Accepting. No, no, no. That's the other tricky thing. 
right? He makes an interesting point. The idea of accepting failure. That's something you got to navigate. That's something you got to balance, right? It's like you shouldn't want to fail. And you shouldn't be okay. Right? It, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's tricky. You understand what he's saying, right? I do. In my mind, the thing I think I try to say to who, and again, kids are different than little brothers, sisters, whatever, but like little cousins, I'm like, yo, there's yeah. no failure. There are learning experiences. Learn yes. from this. Yes. Learn from this what you can move forward and now if you keep failing at this thing so, we really need to re-examine some shit right but like this is not it's okay to fail as long as you learn something yeah 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 i'm not we're not proud of failure yeah right we're not like patting you on the back for failure right but there are ways to fail that are better than others yeah right and when you've done all the work if you prepared the best you possibly could prepare yeah and you still don't get the grade that you want on that test. You can't be too upset. Yeah. What can we do differently? We'll find different well, ways. Yeah. But we did everything we thought we could right. do. Yeah. Now you just learn. That's what this was. And then we learn from this. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I, but, uh, so now when you apply that to sports, all right, they're in the gym shooting. They're just not gifted. That's so, going to happen. So now they just keep going because you have rewarded their hard work. So it's like, it's, like a, it's like a SoundCloud rapper now. No, we problem solve. <laughs> right? <laughs> you go like this. This is what I, I mean, this is what I do. Like, listen, you can always work on shit and get better, but it's like, we problem solve. What am I working with? What do I have you as? What do you, oh, you can't shoot for shit? All right, that's fine. Can you play D? Can you rebound? What parts of the game? Shit, can you coach? Are you good? good at, are you a good teammate? Are you good at filling up space? Are you good at working off the ball? Can yeah, you pass so, well? But now you're like, kind of redirecting what they want to do 100%. instead of just encouraging them yeah, to man. work no, no, hard. No, 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 you got, We got to be honest with who with who we are. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to tell my kid he can do anything he wants, right? But you got to go for it. And if you ain't going to go for it, I'm not the one to force you to, to do a sport. You got to play a sport because yeah. you love it. What I'm trying to say is you find a way to be effective in the game. That's what I would always try to do. That I find a, funny, a way to be effective. Eastern, we're never raised you can do anything you want. That's yeah. not it. General Eastern. You can do anything you want. Yeah. You want to be a doctor. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> or an engineer. Yeah. Or an MBA. Yeah. That's that's what you want. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, it's a good yeah, that's a different this, this is a Western good. thing. You could do whatever you want. Yo, Andrew, go have a kid. And let's try this out. Who had a kid? It's hemorrhoid. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Scared me. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, man. I don't know. We'll figure it out. When I have some kids, we'll have another discussion about this, and we'll see how we are. I might be a complete softy, to be honest with you. I got. I'm concerned. I'm going to be a softy. I'm going to have to put hard shit on my wife. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yo, kids get away that with everything sucks. with me. What that sucks? What do you mean? If you guys are already thinking you're going to be of the course, softie. if I got a fucking daughter. Like, son. That's on wifey, dude. Yo, like, 100%. Like, dog. what if I got a daughter and she got a mustache and, like, her dad got to tell her, like, guys think that's gross? <laughs> son. I got to tell my wife to do that, right? Like, yo, wax nah. your mustache, no, you little monster. you get was going to be so hairless. You know what you're I mean? Right, you're and right. you could barely even grow a mustache, so, like, you're fine. <laughs> she might have a hairy ass. She might have a crate, a wild hairy ass. Oh, my ass. God. She might no have way. a little wolf ass, but you're not going to know. I'm going to have to have my wife do all that shit. Nah. You're going to have to tell her everything. I'll tell my son shit. I'll tell him what's yeah. up. I'm stepping to the plate for it, all that. Really? Oh, the yeah. daughter? I could be yeah. tough on a son. Because I, I hate that when parents or anybody, adults, speak to kids with that kid voice, the... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I hate well, I'll that shit. I'll be doing shit. that the most. Like, I enjoy when I'm, when it. That's just fun for me. When I'm around babies, kids, I speak to them straight up like an adult. Right. And I think they respect that more. You look Why right you at the belly, I, I and you really go, am. you going to die in there. <laughs> 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 All right. This has been an episode of Play. <laughs> Guys. Damn, we didn't even get to a full episode uh, without <laughs> Uh What's it called? Yo, man, some show's coming up, man. That's why he's so heartless, fam. <laughs> Can you throw these in the beginning? Matter of fact, I'll give some shows. And yeah. You guys can put them in the beginning. Uh, but listen, this has been another episode of Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. Thank you all so much for listening. Patreon, we're going to see you Friday. I might show you my hemorrhoid. I might not. We're going to see. You know, I'm going to see how generous I feel. But uh, nasty, I know it's bad. It's bad. It's super bad. Maybe I'll do like a really zoomed in version so no one really knows what it is. We'll figure it out. Anyway, man, we fuck with y'all so much. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for growing this podcast. It's amazing what we've been able to accomplish. We will speak to you very soon. Go out there. Be great. Get your steak done. Medium. Maybe medium rare. I don't go medium. Wash your legs. You know what I mean? Stay at Black Airbnbs. Use up all their cocoa butter. It is what it is. (laughs) It's been flagrant too. Peace.